this episode of The Full Nerd. Wait, what the hell am I saying? Oh, what okay. are you talking about? Here we go. In this episode of The Full Nerd is... Uh, I keep wanting to say the second thing. I, I Yeah, okay. We're in, this is the one that's going to work. In this episode of The Full Nerd, should you build a PC again? Wait a minute. I stole that from Linus. See, it's like, it's like that mind worm. <laughs> in this episode of The Full Nerd, should... I mean, I'm not even pronouncing Full Nerd right. Yeah, it's not my day. In this episode of The Full Nerd, should you upgrade your PC and is PC gaming damaged? Welcome to episode 222 of The Full Nerd. I'm your host, Ooh, Gordon Maung. Uh, and, and yeah, Adam here at the, at the, the big table. I'm... I'm Controlling the the horizontals and, and the yes, verticals remotely. Adam Patrick Murray is controlling the vertical horizontals. This is actually what the controls look like here. Uh, you know the 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 software interface. Yeah, for the most part, it's uh it's uh, I, I can I can uh, you know go through a web version to control it. It doesn't have full controls, and obviously the hardware is over there. But yeah, this, this is the fun part. Uh, hi, Gordon. What's going on? <clears throat> it's just me and you today. You know, just yeah, it's a it's a half nerd or two thirds nerd. I don't know what the I mean, it probably if we're going by weight, and it's probably two thirds nerd. I think. Brad and Elena are off uh, doing important things like uh, Amazon Prime Day, so it's it's just us. We're 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 just here. We're we're gonna have fun, uh, you know, chat with everybody in the pre pre show. We were talking about how uh, Linus is, you know, doing doing his thing right now. But guess what? That stole our matter. thunder. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, it's all about us. Uh, we're 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 here. Uh, I do want to say one programming note uh, before we start. Uh, is that we we do have uh, some fun stuff coming up. Uh, we're going to be doing a live stream, a sponsored live stream with with Team Viewer. Uh, we've been working on this for a while, and this is actually going to be a real fun fun live stream where Gordon's going to remote into a system and try to fix as many things as he can. Uh, and and we're using Team Viewer, so yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be fun because we're it's stump the chump essentially. So Adam's going to try to mess a computer up, and then I have to fix it all remotely, which simulates actually an experience that I run into many, many times with my relatives and friends and family. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, also, I, I realize that, you know, you have your spiel at the end of the show about, uh, you know, uh, what, what people should do about, you know, rating and reviewing us and whatnot. But I, I actually don't know how many people actually get to the end of the show. So I, I wanted to front load, you know, if if you love listening to The Full Nerd, uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, one, of, one of the cool things, uh, if you could do uh, for us, uh, would be to rate us uh, on whatever podcast feed that you're on. Leave us a review we we do read each one that comes in uh and yeah i i would appreciate it uh, you know i'm sure gordon would appreciate it too it's it's a good way to kind of uh, get get our exposure up you know uh we've been doing this for 222 episodes now so it's 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 fun i i'd, I'd like to think we have a, a nice little community here and you know we're always always trying to grow it and that's one of the best ways to kind of rate and review on your your pod pat pod catcher of choice so. are you are you gonna um, for the YouTube listeners, are you going to recommend they hit the subscribe and like? Oh yeah, yeah, do that. You I, know, yeah. I'm always told, it, it, and it works. I, you know, and I, I'm sure a lot of audio. I mean, we have we have a lot of audio listeners, and the audio listeners uh, probably don't realize that we usually go live with this show on Tuesdays at 10:30 a.m. over on PC World's YouTube. If 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 not, you know, go over to the to the YouTube, subscribe. Uh, you know, I, I've gotten a lot of people asking, like, "Oh man, how do I know when the next one's up?" Uh, there, there's two ways. One of them, uh, you could join our Discord. Uh, cool crowd of 
over there on Discord, uh, there's like a channel that that I kind of update with like, hey, here's when the next show's dropping, if it's not on the usual Tuesday. But even if it is, I'll, I'll kind of give an update. Uh, but then also lately I've been trying to do a... a like a pre-show post so you know you, you can create a live uh, episode in youtube uh, and then say hey it's going to go live you know the next couple days and that that way people can say oh you know remind me when when it goes live kind of thing so if you're looking for a way to to interact with us and we, we got some I, I typically think that the the coolest cats are are in chat just hanging out with us in real yeah, time uh, yeah because not everyone can i get it not everyone can but I remember it's, the it's best, a fun experience. The best thing is you tell your boss you're researching technology stuff because yeah. a lot of you know viewers of your IT your your boss doesn't know otherwise they wouldn't be the boss right so you tell them you're researching all kinds of PC stuff here on you know yeah you know uh, we're it's, it, it's you know we, we got a leg, legit business going on here yeah it's it's PC world it's been around for. 30 plus years so who knows what well, we should do is pretend know. to talk seriously for about 10 minutes and then like go to the the stuff because because you know most people like their eyes will glaze over and they'll leave like, you talk about agp pci 4.0 and like oh yeah i'm gone okay <laughs> oh yeah keep keep watching you take care of that uh and steel skin thank you so much for uh liking and subscribing hitting hitting the bell to get notified yeah it's it's all this stuff i i, I don't do it enough i realize i also don't pimp our merch enough i'm a horrible uh youtuber i guess uh, we should have know. the hypno toad on one time to have us hypno toad <laughs> oh no what's sorry toad never it's a futurama reference oh, oh, okay uh, not, it's the uh, toad that 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 hypnotizes people and tells them to yeah okay okay Never mind. all right uh well oh agp 4.0 i like that that would be really cool <laughs> uh let, let me let me switch over the graphic here if i can get uh my mouse over to the second screen uh there it is uh so yeah you're seeing me do it in real time uh let's up oh, oh, gordon's head's in the way there we go uh so gordon age-old question we get this all the time about specific parts i i, I kind of want to go through but right now there's there's plenty of people out there saying hey should i i build a brand new pc or, sh- or should i upgrade or should i wait age-old question you know and since it's it's kind of the summer months and it's a little slower we still have a little time before new parts come out but there, there are you know p- plenty of reasons to say, hey, you know may- maybe you do want to buy right now because today is Prime Day and there's some amazing deals, right? Uh, so you know, greed, uh, greed works. Yeah, greed, greed works. Uh, and, and prices continue to drop in a lot of ways. So yeah, did you want to go through kind of each component and kind of talk about each one? Uh, yeah, you got them written. Yeah, down, yeah. Let, let's go over you CPU. Wanna, I, C- let's start off with cpu because so, I, I think we're in an interesting spot with with cpu i, I think we are but i do want to again just bring this up because really there's there's very much a lot of tension here because you know we just came out of the worst <laughs> the worst drought for graphics cards that anyone has ever seen in the <laughs> industry's mm-hmm. existence that was the worst storm we've ever existed ever experienced now suddenly i mean hell 3060s were they're like under four hundred dollars, right? So I'm seeing some of them under four hundred dollars. Uh, Thirty ninety Ti's or seventeen hundred dollars, which is still crazy. But considering what that was three months ago, a, a, a killer deal. CPU prices are just kind of like in the floor, and I and I I understand the the problem now is like after you go through like 
just like we had supply chain issues. You couldn't buy toilet paper. First time you went to the store and there was like toilet paper everywhere. You're like suddenly like <laughs> ran out with like four <laughs> bundles of it. Right. Because you're like, you feel like, oh, it's never going to come back again. And I think that's not, me not the, quite the same with GPUs, you know, not but. quite the same because it's, it's definitely pricier. But I think the, the reaction is now like, I'm just going to get it now because I think it's, you know, this is it. It's not going to, this is the, this is down the bottom. And I probably would have said that about three weeks, four weeks ago, maybe a month ago. I was even saying that because I, I'm kind of like, you kind of want to get in now before it sort of like vanishes. But I, I, I think you know. It, well, we can go. We can go through each category. Yeah, I, yeah. I think there's yeah. very much. That's really the tension. Like, well, should I get it now or do I look at what's coming? Well, so. for for CPU, I, I want to start off somewhere interesting because I've seen a lot of people talk about AM4. Yeah. You know, if uh, let's let's go a couple scenarios. People who haven't built yet or are on a really old system like a, a you know, Sandy know, Bridge. A Sandy Bridge or something, right? Or you Haswell. Haswell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like so a, Haswell up, or... upgrading, buying new whatever. They need a new motherboard, they need a new CPU. I've seen plenty of people be like, "No way, AM4 is dead end." Most likely Maybe they'll keep around some low low end parts. You, you're you, you've seen what you can see. There's no way you should not buy an AM4. But also on the same token, it is super mature because it's been around for a lot of years. You know exactly what you're getting. Prices are pretty stable there. Also, Elena yesterday sent us a 5900x for what was it? 350. 350. That's 12 cores of awesome CPU for power 350. for 350 dollars. Yeah, I, I also said I think the box probably has a sticker that says, you know, you know F your uh, 5800X3D <laughs> is what I think it actually said, yeah. but it didn't. But Well, know. but also, you know, F F uh, Zen 5 or, or, or AM5, I'm sorry, you know, like, what do you what do you think? Where do you fall on this, Gordon? Do you think if, if you're going to find that good of a deal on a 12 core machine, build now or, you know what, we should wait for Ryzen 7000. I, you know, it's. I think it very much depends on because I mean, we're talking the AMD side of the aisle now. I think it's going to depend on where you're coming from because I think for a lot of people, I just want to build a machine now, and I've got a really old machine. If you're really coming from, say, a fourth gen Haswell box, you're, you're coming from something even older. You're coming from, you know, a older AMD part or an AM3 even. These. That spectacular deal that you're seeing on a 5800, 5900X for 350, I don't think you're going to see that necessarily on Zen 4 initially, Ooh, right? It'll, yeah. It feels like, are they really going to be pushing out that much uh, that much performance at that price? I don't think so. So, I mean, I think the argument is like you're very much into value and you can't wait to the you know a few more months then i don't think it's a bad idea because i don't i think you know clearly zen 4 is going to be better whatever intel is going to have is going to be better too but is it going to be that much better are we going to see like this stuff function where it's just so much faster mm, probably not yeah you're going to get a better lo- you'll get better uh, upgrade path if you do a you wait for am5 you get zen 4 that means you also got to sort of do you know ddr5 there's you know, it gets significantly more expensive. And I would say, yeah, if you especially if you've got like a quad core CPU, Haswell, Intel, old, doesn't even run Windows 11. 
then you you could you would be exceptionally happy with the 5900x you're you're getting gen well, 4 and, and look at this we uh, over on amazon 5800x for for 275 right. that's at eight cores for 275 and that's that's a great part yeah and and i would you know that to me is is a better buy if you really don't need 12 cores i know people are greedy because they're like well i can get 12 cores I yeah. get some somewhat well, higher clocks, but let's see what the fifty six hundred X is. If you're not going to exploit those clocks, then two seventy five. Oh, one seventy five. I mean, what? I I I game I game on a fifty six hundred X. Yeah, but the fifty eight hundred is how much? It's two seventy five. So oh, hundred more bucks, two more cores. Yeah, I mean, I really, I just <laughs> you're getting a That's lot a of performance. And you're getting it at a really good price. So I that's why I, I understand. And it's always going to, like, it's that you you got that greed thing. Because it's like, man, there's so much value here. I'm one of those stupid people that just buys things because the value is so good. Uh, but, like, again, today is Prime Day. I'm going to say it one more time. Go to PCWorld.com. The team is just cranking out all kinds of crazy things that you can buy. And I, last night, I bought, like, a booster, like a battery booster for my car. Because, like, wow, this is, like... It's like 40% off. What what do I need with it? Because yeah. I got three, but, you know, Why not? Why not? I've always kind of wanted this brand. And <laughs> Well, yeah. and especially, so we've talked about this before, for gaming. If you're gaming, how much does the CPU matter? How, like, yeah. what kind of gains are you going to get, like, jumping up from a 5600X to a 7600X? You know, whatever that looks like. We don't know what it looks like, but yeah. for gaming specifically six cores eight cores i mean 5800x no i don't i i would argue you know i have been saying this for a long time if you're really a 90 percent gamer you know six cores with the smt is plenty so six cores is plenty and I, yeah definitely rising seven thousand is going to be faster six thousand seven i remember seven thousand is going to be faster but is it going to be that much faster i would argue a ryzen 7,000 with a 3060 is not as good as, you know, a Ryzen 5,000 with a 3080, right? So that to me, I, it's always, gaming is still mostly about the GPU. So well, put all your money into the GPU. Eskimonster says something here. I would say going from six cores uh, in these days, I'm sorry, going from four cores to six cores in these days seems a bit dumb. I would say it depends on what four cores you're on. If you're on Sandy Bridge four cores, Moving from six cores to yeah. of of Zen four, uh, yeah, no, I, I agree. Well, I mean, I agree that you, you may it doesn't AM4. sound like it's a big yeah. difference, but going from yeah, you're going from a quad core, you know, a Sandy Ivy Haswell to a six core fifty six hundred, you it's a huge difference. You're moving away from DDR three to DDR four. You're getting next generation interconnects, you know, USB and PCI, all that other stuff. It's actually a you will feel the difference between a a you know Ivy Haswell to a fifty six hundred X. I would I believe that's my my opinion. I know some people probably would say you can't feel the difference, but I think you would very much feel the difference. And the core count is it's still good. These newer CPUs are just so much better. You you will get a even if you're doing things that need all the the thread. The cores, fifty six hundred will considerably, oh, you know, walk away from a a, four, a quad core Haswell. Yeah, I, I feel like so. We, we, who was it? Uh, Eskimonster said, uh, "Don't mock my thirty seven 
70k uh so if, if you're if you're jumping okay imagine this imagine you're on sandy bridge or, or whatever the 37 70k is and uh you you jump up to am4 you know you get a, a 5600x or 5800x you're probably that kind of person that's going to sit on it for for a while right, right? yeah and i it's... would say if you're that kind of person to sit on something for a while i would say it's probably better to sit on ryzen 5000 than ryzen 7000 it's first generation of am5 it's ddr5 there's probably going to be some teething issues there right uh, mm. you know so i would think if if you're somebody that's just gonna you know you're just gonna hold on to it for a long time this is mature this is stable you could jump into it but at the same time you're missing out your ddr4 versus ddr5 you know that that's kind of one of my next ones. You know, what what do you think? Do you, do you think DDR five is is that big of a deal that you should wait for DDR five? Uh, if you can, if you're if you live in the upper stratospheres of PC configurations, then yes, um, you're buying you're buying nine class CPUs. You know, you're doing custom water loop or pretty heavy. Yeah, then it it is definitely worth it. To me, it would be crazy to build a high-end machine next generation on ddr4 it just doesn't to me doesn't make any sense it's just like it it's like buying the nicest car in the world and then putting the cheapest rooms on it and tires it just doesn't i i think it's just ddr5 is clearly here it's getting faster and faster and faster i mean the only argument against it is like you know what i want to wait for it to mature so like i can see like hey i'm gonna do ryzen you know 5,000 DDR4. Will it DDR5 settle itself in about three to four years? And then I could see that. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. But if if you're living at the high end, you're going to want DDR5. I, I would say the same thing for like PCIe 5. Yeah. Right. PCIe 3, for the most part, if you're just, especially if you're just gaming, it's just fine enough. PCIe yeah. 4, PCIe 5, all of these new configurations. While it looks nice on paper to say, oh, look at this generational jump, 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 jump. Unless you know you really need that throughput, I think Gen Five for SSDs will be worth it. Well, d- depending on what you do for gaming, do you really think no. so? Well, no, uh, no. It depends. I, I would say Gen have Four to, probably. Not we have to wait gaming. to see how direct storage, you know. But that really direct storage impact on gaming and storage really that's like that's like a twenty. 24 kind of technology yeah. you know you're not going to see it immediately it's, except it's not for a even couple out tech yet. demos it's not even out yet <laughs> but you'll see a few tech demos it'll you know like all things i've i've just seen enough things on the pc you get the shiny new thing and then it's very slow for a long long time it takes a long time for it to implement people get angry they scream about it and we do this with every single thing from ray tracing to the pci 4.0 to all that everything it it just takes time. You cannot move an entire industry that sells hundreds of millions of computers and billions of dollars, and it just doesn't immediately turn the turnover overnight. Yeah, I, and I'll say so. L- looking at DDR5 prices here on Amazon, the the top result is a Corsair Vengeance DDR5 32 gig kit for 180, 37 percent off. I I don't know what the camel 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 is on that, but I obviously you, know, you got you got higher end stuff. Yeah, as you as you pay as you get up to the higher clocks, lower latency, it costs more, and of course, LEDs are worth it. But I it's mean, not, yeah, it makes it run faster. It's not unreasonable. DDR5. I mean, look, look at this: ba- ba- basic, basic, crucial stick. I mean, no, no RAM, no shroud, nothing. Uh, but it's forty eight hundred, which is the spec. But one forty four prime day deal, one hundred forty four bucks for two sixteen gig kits. That's not bad. That's not exactly. 
Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not going to light the world on fire, but also I, I think at the, also people are like, oh, well, I might not, either I'm going to go Intel right now, 12th gen or 13th gen and go DDR4 because it, 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 it's cheaper. But I think the prices are, are starting to get down there a little bit, but also like, what's the benefit, especially for gaming? You know, if you're like, ah, you know what, I'm, I'm building 12th gen, go DDR4. Well, I think the argument we're going to see for DDR5 over DDR4 is as we move to far more powerful GPUs. I mean, you, you heard Tom from uh, 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 Moore's Law's Dead. Moore's Law's Dead last week. His predictions of like, from what he's, pe- pe- people he's been talking to and what he, how fast he thinks these next gen cards are going to be. Yeah, DDR5 should make a difference over DDR4. That's my thought because you really need that memory bandwidth as you get for, to very, very fast GPUs. And a lot of people, the conventional wisdom is like, well, I ain't going to buy a 3090 Ti, right? But you know what? Next-gen GPUs, if you're really getting a lot more performance at a lower price point, DDR4 could rapidly be a handcuff on your performance mm. on some games. Clearly, a lot of games where they're so graphically intensive, it's not going to make that much of a difference. But some games, it will make a difference. It's kind of like Vcash, right? It's like some games, it'll make a difference. Yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, I, I would... So I think uh, DDR5... It, if you want to go expensive, it's, I mean, high end, but that's not that high end. I mean, that's a, you're looking at what, a couple hundred bucks for 32 gigs of RAM? I mean, it, it depends the can, yeah, the configuration, the, the timings, whatnot. Uh, yeah. But I mean, there, there are options out there if you're like, eh, I'll just get DDR5 and not worry about it too much. Yeah. I would, yeah, it would be hard to recommend building DDR4, I think, except for more budget constrained or some or a situation where you're no, you know, you don't exactly have, or maybe a G, you have old GPU, sticks. You won't have, well, that's or the you thing. have the memory. If, if, if you, if you already have the DDR4 memory, there we go. You just save yourself <laughs> a right. couple hundred bucks. Uh, I, I will say that the, so I have two thirty two gig sticks of DDR5 and it, uh, I cannot get a stable timing at 6,000. It's rated for 6,000, but I can't get a stable time, timing. It, it keeps crashing. So, And I, I'm no expert in like Have changing updated the timings and stuff like that. Your... I, I did when I yeah. built it for the SK Hynix build, the, the Maker Fest class SSDs. Uh, <laughs> but the, yeah, no, I, I, I was just like, I, I'm, I don't know enough about memory and timings and going into the BIOS and like messing with it too much. I was just like, eh, I'm just going to leave it at stock and just be done. Yeah, and that is really just... This is no, that's a common new memory rollout where the mem- the memory module makers, they have to work with the board makers to make sure that the, they work with those memory modules. Uh, and there's really, DDR5 was pretty rough initially. It's gotten better, should get better. I, it'd be interesting to see in, say, like six months when whoever makes your board gets those modules they're able to tune it themselves as part of, you know, they're they're adding more and more modules to tests, and it'll probably stabilize later on, but it... Uh, Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I'm not surprised, frankly. All right, well, the well, well, another one to get to is uh, GPUs. GPUs this is kind of a, a big topic we were kind of talking about a little bit earlier, but I, this is such a weird thing because there's, there's... We're at a weird inflection point. It's been hard to get GPUs, if you did get your hand on GPUs, most likely it was probably overpriced. Yeah. But you just ate the cost because you really wanted to get a GPU. But now they're crashing. 
and there's a lot of used stock out there and the reports of whatever you know who knows how soon the 4000 series is going to be announced and come out but also at the same time if you were i was listening to the the newest uh broken silicon from morris law is dead uh and they were talking about you know if if you got a 30 a 3000 series gpu and you overpaid for it you're probably not that excited to then upgrade it yeah <laughs> right you know so like they 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 were talking about uh I, I'm, I'm sorry i can't remember the guest uh that that he had on but they were talking about like it doesn't seem like that many people are really excited about the 40 series even though like uh. it's supposed to really bump performance it's also like we, we've been in a drought people have kind of turned away from from buying it or if they bought it they kind of eat a lot of cost and they're just like okay well you know that was my purchase uh but i mean you still have plenty of people a 1080 ti if you still have a 1080 ti and you're just gaming at 1080p you're probably still fine <laughs> at least for for a little bit longer yeah i i i would argue that 1080 the 10 series card owners are the ones that are most excited for 4000 even honestly even 2000 series card owners if if you were an early, you know, three thousand, and, and we we speak very much from the Nvidia point of view here because they are the predominant market. If you just sort of couple whatever AMD Radeon is equivalent to it, you could sort of understand it. But I think, yeah, if you just if you just blew eight hundred dollars on a on a card that should have been five hundred dollars or four hundred dollars, yeah, like a you're, thirty seventy, you're sure as hell not. You're you just you know you're screwed because you you've blown so much. Money. I mean, I, I wouldn't say you're screwed. Well, you, you, you're you not have gonna, a good card. A thirty seventy is awesome, you, but you overpaid for it. You're not going to be able to unload it now. You could give it. I mean, if you're in a position where you can give it away to somebody, I guess that's one thing. That but that person probably doesn't really care. They're just going to go buy whatever's new. I think most people who just sort of like had to buy something, yeah, they're not going to do anything. I wouldn't either. If I <laughs> if I paid twice as much for a, a certain video card over the last two years i'm not going to be in a rush to upgrade it and if it runs every single game i have why would i upgrade i mean right. the, that's the thing too i feel like a 3070 and up can easily handle 1440p gaming and everything that's coming out like you know <clears throat> I, I, like yes we're going to get huge gains but also i think we're also going to like i don't see people clamoring of like Oh man, the console's so much better than us, you know. Or, or man, like these cards are just not keeping up with the, the new resolutions and the new games. But you know, like, and also the, there's the the fear about the the power concerns, right? There's a lot of people being like, man, it's gonna suck down a ton of juice. Yeah, I think anybody who's concerned about using too much power is kind of come on. Well, that's... and the heat, and the heat. I mean, that's the other part of it. More more power means more heat, especially if you're in a small form factor box. You're you're always thinking about come that. Come on, I, I mean, crap. I'm in a mid tower, and the the card I have in there. Oh man, it gets toasty. You know, I have been in this uh, community for decades now, <laughs> and the the kvetching over something. And worrying about it is like that's like part of it's it's like part of the launch cycle. Is like we're we're clearly in the oh my god oh yeah, and then of course it comes out and then what really happens is like oh actually hmm how do I get around this because I want the shiny new thing new new do I get a new power supply maybe I upgrade my cooler maybe better cool I I think it's just sort of silly I think people. You're going to hear all the kvetching from people about, oh, so much power, so much heat, and then it'll come out, and then people will, like, it's like a challenge 
typically for a lot of people for a certain segment and very much if you're building your own desktop and you've got it lit up like a runway you're probably the kind of person that is going to be up for the challenge of handling the the power and cooling so i think let's not let's not overstate that i i think of, of course of course i i yeah, but, yeah. and 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 that's that but that's just talking about the high end the bleeding edge the people who have the money to burn we're also you know if if you're in that that middle or low end range you know when you're looking at like oh man should i get a 6500 xt or should i wait for prices to drop oh wow look at all these used mining cards man <laughs> there's some good deals uh um you know, people. I, I've seen people being like, "Oh yeah, you can." At, at some point, thirty eighty is going to be like four hundred bucks. You know, and, and we don't know. We don't know if if we're at the bottom, right? And my that's my is. So we talked about AMD earlier. We're I'm sure we're yeah, going to we talk about Intel talking, later. Yeah. But I mean, I think for the GPU stuff, I like a month ago, I was very much like, you know what? I might just buy one because I'm afraid we're just sort of like this is a temporary clear the channel out and then prices are going to soar back up but all indicators are from you know all you we see a lot of these stories from people saying nvidia is under pressure to delay 4000 push it out a little more because there's so much excess inventory my my advice at this point is like we ain't seen the bottom yet because i we went from incredibly high peaks and now we're just like we're just the plane is heading straight down now and I would probably want to wait for it to bottom out because it does seem insane, but you might be able to get, I don't know, about a 3080 for $400, but maybe $500. I mean, that's still a tremendous amount of performance, a lot of GPU, and just everything just feels like it's going to be under pressure. And then, of course, that puts pressure on the bottom end parts. If you're buying, you know, lower end GPU, everything will be under pressure to get just, I mean, well, like the uh, 6500 will probably end up being rightly where it should have been about a hundred bucks right don't you think probably yeah well and and here's the other thing people always forget or or people don't keep it in mind 40 series 4000 series is is going to come out at the high end first probably yeah. 4090 4080 4070 right. something like that right and that that's going to be huge uh, that's the the more premium stuff so if you're looking for under 500 dollars, they're probably not going to introduce anything brand new for at least six months after yeah, that, typically. So if you're you're like, okay, how how many months until they probably announce it, and how many months until they actually release it? But also, you're you're looking at, at something sub five hundred dollars, and you're like, wow, I could potentially get a thirty seventy for three hundred, four hundred dollars, you know, and then then you're set. Well, here's a perfect example. Uh, I can't. I'm so bad. Goner me le- leggies. Goner me leggies. Goner me leggies. Sure, me timber. Uh, <laughs> basically saying, oh wait, actually, sorry, I missed that. It's actually a row monster was saying, I got a GTX 970, right? Like in that place, man, if you get a 3070 Ti for a really good price, what are they going for? We should look it up. Where were they? Uh, where should I look it up? Where do, guess, where do you want me to look? I guess Amazon, right? I mean, yeah, everybody. I that's know, it's actually Newegg is actually the. Well, well. So we're, we're talking thirty seventies. I like Newegg because you actually get a realistic view because uh, the algorithm doesn't shift products around. But we got uh, five eighty on Amazon. Well, it's uh, and one of the places I always like to go to is EVGA dot com. Yeah, because they they had a lot of stock in. So, uh, whoops, 
products, all graphics in stock. Oh, and they've got they've got a lot in stock. They got there's, all, there's all the the water cooling ones. F- FTW line. You got a thirty seventy for six forty. Thirty seventy Ti. Yeah, that's right, painful so. stilt though. Yeah, it's, it's still a little high. Okay, so then Newegg dot com rtx 3070 this is great for the audio listeners i'm sure yeah sorry we're just looking at prices rtx 3070 how about a t well okay a new egg i like what i like about new egg is it generally gives me a more realistic Mm. view okay so so still 500 five uh, upper upper 500 but if you could see going from a a 970 to a 3070 for well like 580 God, you got to figure that's gonna that's that's even got to take more of a haircut. You could see a thirty seventy because that's not a TI. You could see that. Oh, it's the same card. Getting under five hundred dollars. Oh, easy. Four fifty. Oh, easy. I mean, if, and in that's sort of like where the price everybody would have wanted if it has if it had not been insane for the last three years. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of AMD, where you know the sixty seven hundred XT, we were talking about this when we were. Well, one of our last episodes, it feels like the 6700 XT was is kind of like the the sweet spot, right? Especially if you're in 1440p land. So look at this, uh, Power Curler Red Devil for 537. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go, Azrock for 468. Oh, you should do SFX sort of lowest is it lowest price. Oh yeah, uh, lowest price. Sometimes you get some weird stuff in there, but yeah, XFS. Yeah. Oh no, oh that's marked wrong. Well, uh, f- yeah, 450. Under five hundred bucks for a sixty seven hundred XT, and, right. that, and that's a good card. The XFX Speedster Swift three hundred nine, uh, or even the uh, Gigabyte Eagle version. Ah, man, that's a great card. But I could see that getting under four hundred dollars. You know? Oh, easy within three months. Oh, I'm right? sure. I mean, it just it feels like all indicators are there's just an excess amount of graphics cards. It's so weird though to go from like <laughs> nothing, <laughs> none, to suddenly the floodgates open up. It's just the weirdest thing ever, and obviously it's because the mining thing imploded, and now they're not just buying every single damn card in the world. So, well, uh, we did have a, a super chat. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, Ten euros from Eternal Duo A uh, saying question for the GPU portion: What's the best an RX sixty sixty six hundred for? 320 euros oh no you're gonna make us do calculations i don't i don't know what the conversion rate is euros to dollar let's just look it up real quick oops uh euros euros two dollars oh it's about one to one right now oh interesting okay so 6600 for around 320 bucks 6600 XT for 400, 65 or 6650 XT for 425, or 6700 XT for 505. I'm feeling really squashed by all the segmentation that really went on less gender. I'm yes, there is a lot of segmentation, there's a lot of weird stuff. Uh, Eternal Duo A, I guess it depends on what resolution frame rate you play at, obviously. Yeah, I mean, 6700 XT for 1440p is is solid, you're gonna be good. 60 60 to 120 hertz yeah uh, but I, I i feel like i feel like a lot of people were saying the 6650 xt was not really that much of a jump over the 6600 xt is, is is what i'm remembering and at least the pricing you're giving us is about uh 25 euros i mean so i personally i i would say 6600 xt or the 6700 xt depending on 
I mean, it's a, it's a hundred euro jump. But I, I guess the thing is like, so I, I think I'd wait almost. I would just wait. I think again, I, I think we haven't bottomed out yet. So I think two months we will hit the bottom and then hopefully things will normalize because they're just trying to shed every single GPU that's been building up now. So. Yeah. And w- once again, I, I really feel like NVIDIA is probably, or AIB partners, whatever, are probably sweating the high end because if a 4090, or I'm sorry, if a 4070 comes out and it's 3090 performance, that's one thing. But they're they're not going to have a 4060. They're not going to have a 4050. Not so the, the Yeah, not like, at launch. Not likely. Right? And, or, and not within probably the first six months of it so i think if you're sweating the high end they're probably sweating the high end cards the lower end cards are probably going to continue to go down because even if 4000 series launches i don't think that would make the price stabilize on its own right because if you're looking at a 4070 you're like you're probably already in that that upper area you know plus 500 range right. but all the cards that are going down sub 500 dollars it's probably going to keep going. I, I I can't imagine them releasing a new card and saying, "Hey, you know, uh, the prices are going to change because of that." I think I think it's just going to keep going down. Yeah, we're just, there's just a, an oversupply of graphics cards, and you know. Well, also real quick, Dave James says first. All I hear is you can't get a GPU. Now it's don't get a GPU. I, I wouldn't say don't get a GPU. I I actually feel like me personally. If you're looking for a lower end GPU, maybe wait a little bit, see how far you know the prices go down. But I would say, yeah, get a GPU. If you, if you can get a sixty seven hundred for four for four hundred bucks or three fifty, who knows where the bottom is? That's a great deal. That, that card is going to last you for a good while. It'll 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 keep you happy. Yeah, and especially if you're coming from a very old graphics card, you know, like say you had a nine seventy, you simply could not afford anything because you know a 70 class gpu in the last two and a half years has been you know eight hundred dollars which is just stupid so now it's actually like you know what maybe it'll go down another for the apps maybe it'll go down and say another 50 75 dollars maybe even 100 dollars man that ain't worth it like again because if you were looking at paying 800 dollars for a 3070 last year and now you're looking at paying you know 450 ish for it then like it's not so bad and you're going to get really a really really nice upgrade overall but and here's here's another one i I feel like was kind of overblown at launch uh uncle elias i I don't want to buy any sub 12 gigabyte vram gpu i would say yes there's a concern of vram and a lot of people were like oh my god uh, you know uh, what was it a 3080 with 10 gigs oh you know but also at the same time how many games? I, I don't feel like since launch and since that outrage, how, how many how many times people have been getting mad? Like, oh man, I, I ran out of VRAM. Yeah, I think it gets overblown by the community. You know, a lot of a lot of hand wringing there because. I mean, would would you want more? Is yeah, there, sure. Is there going to be course. a game that is going to really stretch that and it's going to be a problem? Yeah. Is that the majority of games that people play? Probably not. Um, so why worry about it? And yeah, could be more, but yeah, I wouldn't worry. I would take a 3080 with 10 gigs over a lower end GPU with more RAM. Generally, you know, I just, I just, I don't, I thought a little, people just kind of made a little too much about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course you would want more VRAM, of course, but also 
have we even started to hit those limits? I mean, sure, there's a couple of games like Doom Eternal comes to mind. That was kind of like the poster child of like, oh my god, look, Doom Eternal is not having enough VRAM, but, you know. Yeah, uh, it's like playing a game that actually uses every single core in a 5950X and like, oh my god, this is, I you gotta have this. Uh, no, not really. I, I guess uh, Phil, Phil Yarm, Yam, Yarm, says uh, uh, Far Cry 6 needed at least 12 gigs uh, at what they were playing at, so. Yeah, I guess. But also, you yeah, know, I, yeah. it depends, it really depends what you play. Kind of like Vcash, Kind of like ray tracing, all that kind of fun stuff, right? You you either care about it or you don't. Yeah, and I, there's always somebody. And again, this is this is a hobby where people fixate on that one thing. Like, oh my god, I, I can't stand these like hitches because I'm you know it's swapping the memory, swapping the frame buffer out. I should I need more? Okay, but you know a lot of people they don't even notice it. So yeah. Uh, well, I, sorry, I, I, I realized earlier you were saying that we kind of skipped over Intel when we went to the, the CPU section, but also Intel in the GPU section as well. Not that there's a ton of news there, but hey, uh, Shroud had a video of, uh, uh, Ryan Shroud over at Intel had a video of unboxing a, which one was it? The 320? Oh, yeah, uh, the one that's being sold in China, I think. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, they, the, he, he had his, his hands on one, he, he had a... Uh, an unboxing video on Twitter and then was doing some, some benchmarking runs for, for gaming. Uh, should you wait for Intel? I, I actually, for gaming. I do want an arc. You know what I kind of want hmm. if in a future build is I want an arc, a lower end arc to, to use for AV one encodes. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'd have my current card for gaming and then, you know, <laughs> So, like, so you you'd go back to the dual card setup, but one of them no, specifically for encodes. Uh, if you build a Ryzen system and you throw in an NVIDIA GPU, and then you throw in an ARC, you would get QuickSync. You would also get uh, AV1 hardware encode, and then you know for NVIDIA three thousand, you would get you know CUDA. So you get you're missing out on sort of the the Radeon goodness, but you know most of the applications are not. You know, they don't, they don't sort of, they're not biased towards AMD or Radeon. So, like, that'd be the awesome build is Ryzen with an Arc GPU and a, and a GeForce. Because you get, like, all these different colors. You get all codecs, three, all three colors. All too. the, co- you get yeah, all three all, colors, all you three get all colors. the hardware. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, um, I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, also, I would say, I, I don't think it's worth waiting if you're really needing it. If you're like, oh, huh, I wonder, I wonder what it's going to be like. It's a curiosity, but we ju- we just don't know. It's just so we just don't know. So I, you know, I I, I don't I don't think it's worth waiting. No, not say, at this hey, point. Is it worth waiting if if you have a sixty seven hundred XT in your cart for three hundred fifty bucks? No, you know, or or, or whatever, even lower. So um, yeah, the 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 window has passed. I but I think probably if you know if people are feeling bad about that, I I I guess the one thing is like look. Graphics is important to Intel. They know they got to succeed here in order to be relevant in the future. Gen 1 may not exactly have shipped in time to make the dent it would have, but yeah. that doesn't mean they're just going to give up. No, no, no. Of we course. assume. Of course. So I don't no, think no, no, they will. No. I, they're not going to give up. It'll come out. It'll, yeah, who knows? Uh, anyway, uh, good question real quick from Steve Williams. How important is VRAM for video rendering? It depends. It depends on the plug-in. It depends on what your, what what application you're in. It depends on what you're doing. You know, uh, maybe you have a, a specific tool in in After Effects that needs a lot of VRAM. I would say f- for what I do, 
and using DaVinci Resolve. I'm still in DaVinci Resolve, yeah. and I like it. The VRAM has been an interesting concern, but it hasn't been like a concern concern. So you went to a card with a bigger bigger frame buffer, right? I just did. To see, yeah, did yeah. it make it was? Did the memory make a difference, or was it just simply memory bandwidth, or was it just simply way more? Rasterization performance, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, was, was kind of what I was needing. So for DaVinci, DaVinci, yeah, yeah, G- GPU uh, at least because I was rendering out, I was rendering out my le- my latest Steam Deck video, and that had a lot going on in it, uh, a lot of a lot of color, a lot of graphical stuff, a lot of footage, uh, really big 4K footage, and yeah, I was just like, oh man, this twelve twelve hundred. Uh, K and a 3080 Ti is, uh, it's, it's, I wouldn't say struggling. I was just like, wow, I thought it'd be faster. Huh. Maybe to try a hmm. more powerful card. Uh, anyway. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Intel, Intel on the CPU side of things. What, what do you think? Do you, obviously there's rumblings of Raptor Lake 13th gen coming out. If, if, uh, if all indications it's going to be faster. But also, it's probably going to be the end of the line for that platform. Which is fine, though. You which get is, one, I mean, well, you get one more I, upgrade out well, of it. I wouldn't say which is fine. I would say that's typical for Intel. You know, in, in this new AM4 world, it would be it would have been nice if if it lasted longer. But you know, different companies have different things. Yeah, I think I it it depends on where you're coming from again because I think it's because it, the tension is. Do you want to take advantage of the deals now? Because usually right now there's an oversupply of hardware. Prices are awesome. Do you want to take advantage of it now or do you want simply the newer, better, shiny stuff? If you're if you're the person that will absolutely kill you that the newer CPU is 15% faster in a certain you know benchmark, then yeah, you should wait. But honestly, I think a lot of people can buy 12th gen and feel pretty good about it. Right? Well, we got a 12700K. 350 on amazon right now 12700 f 312 yeah uh and i think the other argument is you're not going to um, but again i think it sort of breaks down really well like if you're the if you're the nine series kind of person you got to have ryzen 9 you got to have core i9 i would wait because you're the kind of person that's like oh my god i gotta upgrade now and because i gotta get better benchmark and i don't even do anything but run benchmarks <laughs> those are the kind of people that should wait you you know you know who you are your machine is maxed out and you got to have the newest best fastest thing yeah definitely wait because it'd be to me that's crazy if you're really looking at it from a practical point of view i just need to build a really fast box i'm coming from an old piece of crap then you're in a fantastic shape and i would say yeah these these you know alder lake is a fantastic cpu 12th gen was really good really really hit all the ballpark and i would say yeah do it i mean i i don't because if you're really going to be buying a core i7 what what's it going for 250 uh which one well yeah yeah 12600 so oh that's two 260 for 12600 what was the what was the 12700k for uh, going for yeah and of course, there's you don't always have to buy the K part. But. Twelve seven hundred, uh, three fifty. So well, but also there's the uh, there's the uh, three fifty is also the uh, what was it the fifty nine hundred X. So twelve core versus eight big cores, four yeah. little cores. I mean, really, yeah. If you think about it, if you're rolling a f- six year old computer, 
seven years like you're you're you've got a significantly older quad core machine or older fx box or something you're good for 350 gets you into you know 12th gen 12700k or 5900x you're not going to get that deal with the new stuff oh yeah and then and again that for the practical person you're just you don't get this is a fantastic you know value you're getting a lot of value right now which i think for the value-minded folks um I would do the upgrade now. I wouldn't worry because why sweat? Like it's going to take, you know, 12 months for the prices to get down to where you're probably going to want the value to even jump into it. So I think for the I, the I fives, the, the five series, seven series kind of folks, I think that's actually a lot of value. I'd probably oh, yeah. do it, especially coming from an old box. Cause oh, we're, yeah. we're considering like, really there's a lot of people still running Sandy bridge. Elena runs Sandy bridge. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I mean that, that is a question I, I do want to ask you real quick. I want to say, uh, back to the, the benchmark thing. Somebody said, uh, Oh no. Oh, uh, new tech front of the show. New tech said, uh, has any dev ever made a benchmark simulator? imagine like pc building simulator you like walk in for the day and there's a desk set up you sit down at your desk and you run benchmark you click to run benchmark you just have all these machines up against the wall and you just hit click to benchmark click to benchmark well no actually i i that's my project i've been working on it's the game it's called hardware reviewer hardware reviewer simulator so your hardware reviewer simulator you're sitting there you're running the benchmarks and then you like <laughs> then you have to interface with the community and then maybe you have to say something controversial, or then or you f something up badly, and you got to figure out you how to get rerun out of all of the the tests. And then you like because it, and I think the game would be realistic because it's like you just it would have to be there's just not enough time. So that it would be a game where like the save points are like like hours and hours apart. Like you like where's the damn save point? And they'd be like I give it I've been. Playing this stupid simulator for six hours. Where's the save point? And you get the save point finally. Oh, but if we, you don't, you lose it all. You lose it all. Here we go. Uh, Retro Sean, uh, PC World Simulator. Yeah, there we go. Idea. PC World Simulator. You, oh, you clock in as Gordon in his punch card in the morning. Sits down. Grab, Every grabs his Seven uh, Eleven or no, no, his his McDonald's coffee. Yeah, you get you can get McDo- you McDonald's get little coffee. bags of McDonald's yeah, yeah. around the the test bench. The uh, cool thing is the game would then have like other. Other hardware reviewers, and you really get a hard, hardware in box. It's like, is it really just Steve running all that? Because it's like, I don't see how that's possible. Are you going down to like Home Depot getting like 15 day laborers? Or like, you need us to build a retaining wall? No, 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 no. I need you to run these benchmarks. Like, what? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, look, same same deal, right? I mean, you'd be busting your back to build this retaining wall for whatever ten bucks an hour. I'm paying you ten bucks an hour to run these benchmarks. It's like, man, that's a ripoff. Hey, Hugo Gonzalez says a uh, PC building simulator has a 3D. Uh, they have 3D, the 3D mark benchmark, benchmark. but I, we want to simulate the hardware reviewer thing. The whole process, yeah. Uh, the the your, your package for the review is uh, hardware is like two days late. You know, the the company XYZ company said that it'd be there. It's not. There there yet you have a deadline to get to well, well don't, is, don't don't break embargo you got to worry about a cms and oh, you're just yeah. like oh i can't write in the cms no the best thing too and every single no, i'm just as this is about the game hardware reviewer simulator you'd be like you sit down and you get the email blink and it's from the company oh uh the lab has identified we were releasing a new bios a new bios yeah it shouldn't affect benchmarks but you know Here's a new bot. I'm like, really? Or new drivers at the last minute? Like, you know, 48 hours before you're like, and you're like, you're like 80% done. Yeah, that would be hardware reviewer benchmark. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Or a hardware reviewer simulator. <laughs> okay. 
Um, okay, so yeah, fun side note. So real quick, let's go back to uh, Intel. I was going to ask, how old do you think? How old do you think for you personally? It's different for everybody. We have eight uh, V says Sandy for life. Uh, how, where do you draw the line? Where do you say, hey, you know what? If you're on a ninety seven hundred K, now's the time. If you're on eighty seven hundred K, now's the time. How far back? Well, again, remember, it depends on what you're doing. If you're a 90% gamer, like my kids are 90% gamers. I mean, they, they do use Photoshop. They use a little bit of Premiere, but they're 90% gamers. They're on 8700Ks. No, I ain't buying anything new. There's just no point. If anything, new GPU is going to give them more life. I would True. definitely do a new GPU for them. If Uncle Elias says uh, Ivy Bridge or lower. What do you think? I would honestly say anything that is, I mean, nobody bought Broadwell. I would say actually at this point, uh, 7,700K or older, I would upgrade. Oh. And I'm not doing this for Windows 11, but oh. if, you, if you're specifically from the Intel side, and let's be honest, in the 7,700K days, there was, like AMD practically didn't exist. Um, so everybody, a lot of those people who have... If you're running a quad core um 7700k, I would upgrade. You you're for gaming. Even for gaming, I would on I well, yeah, I would probably because I mean, yeah, it's always better to buy a new GPU and we are getting to the point where if you take 200 or 300 dollars and throw it at a bigger GPU, it's better, but mm-hmm. do I really recommend you pair a 3080 with the 7700k? I don't. I don't know. I think you're. I'm sure there's people who, who do it. Yeah, I mean, you, it'll work fine, for, especially for AAA, you know, graphically intense titles. You probably won't feel it that bad, but if you're playing games that are sort of Twitch oriented, that are pushing hundreds and hundreds of frames a second, 700K is just not going to cut the mustard anymore. Well, and on the other side of things, Uncle Elias, uh, first gen Ryzen are lower, right? First gen, oh yeah, even first gen Ryzen. But Ooh. you know, for those Ryzen folks, they're in a fantastic. Because I mean, because they they can upgrade. You know, yeah, yeah, they're like in their own little special class of like <laughs> lucky. Because if you are one thousand Ryzen one thousand person and you're a practical side, remember we're not talking about the the nine class person that's got to have the best. You're just gonna like immediately go out and buy five thousand series. Like you would just be like, if you are on a one thousand, two thousand, three thousand, bam, just do it, and it'll it's just so worth it. And I would not recommend you buy a new motherboard and new RAM and change all kinds of crap just to deal with that. Like, those people are, like, they're, like, cut out into their own special universe, right? Because they're, like, luckiest people alive right, right now. Oh, they don't yeah. have to worry about it. Like, the path has already worked out for you. You go to 5,000, dump that old CPU, and I would generally going to recommend those. that's what those people should do 99.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. So, But mm-hmm. I really think, like, I know it's kind of crazy, and 7700K will work. And um, remember... It depends on where you're coming from. If you're a budget gamer, yeah, 7700K is fine. I mean, you probably weren't on that for budget. Yeah, the, yeah. well, maybe you got to hand it down. But, uh, you know, I, I kind of think like most people, if you're 7700K and you're and you're there because of your your budget, then, yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily upgrade. But if for me, if I had a 7700K, I would do an upgrade because you were just getting so much from that 1200K. That's just like a quantum leap in performance or going to a 5900X, more core count, every, everything. And then you're getting, and then you, once you get older than that, like 7700K may be a wobbler, but you're looking at, if you're going from like, you know, Broadwell, 
nobody really bought, I guess. So if you're going to, uh, God, I can't remember what that, Skylake? Mm. Before Skylake. I can't remember what the hell the, mm. the fifth gens were even, or fourth. So Haswell, I got to work this out in my brain. <laughs> Haswell fourth, Broadwell fifth, and then six was Skylake. Yeah, Skylake. So like Skylake, I would definitely do it. Like from like 7700K, okay, maybe you can make the argument, but I would say 7700K and back, now is a great time to upgrade. Because <laughs> you're, if, especially if you're, you know, not looking to jump into the the best there is, absolute best. It's just, you take advantage of 5900X or 12700K and you're just, you're going to be all kinds of smiles because you're just getting so much, so much more performance, more cores, you know, higher single thread performance, higher boost. You're getting modern PCIe Gen 4. You, you're going you're gonna to be able to get a M.2 drive. If, like a lot of those older uh, machines, you weren't running M.2 NVMe drives. You're running SATA SSDs. Like, so just everything is just way more modern. You're getting new USB. So I, I would definitely do it. From any, And you're just getting way more performance. And, of course, should those people wait? I You know, if you're on a 7700K, you're really pushing it anyway, right? So, no. If you're 8700K, 9700K, uh, Comet, 10th? No, I, I would wait. I would wait. Oh, I yeah, 10th gen? I mean, even 9th gen, 900K? Psh. Heck yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, let's be honest, in a sort of an insulting kind of way, it's like you made the wrong choice anyway, if you were the AMD fan. <laughs> you made the wrong choice anyway. You might as well wait to see what shakes out now, right? Because <laughs> you've been stuck with... <laughs> you were stuck with some of these... I mean, you know, to be fair, uh, you know, 8th gen, 9th gen for gaming, single third performance was fine. Oh, some, yeah. Sometimes better than AMD, right? Definitely. But, you know... Well, but nobody looks back and is like, oh, man... I shouldn't have got this 900K. 900K was a good part. You know, nine in 9900K and yeah, I mean actually so but the 9900K customer, that is a customer that's going to want to wait. Again, cuz that's your ninth that's yeah. your your 9 series you want to have the shiny things, you want to show off. Yeah, yeah. Right? You've been sort of like stuck with this 910 which is fine for gaming, but you're going to want to wait. You're going to want for the But if you're like sort of like the practical i7 class, then yeah, I would I would up- well, I wouldn't upgrade for those people. <laughs> but you know, yeah, I would wait even there cuz no, actually, hmm. What would I select? See, cuz I think my my kids are the perfect example. It's like I would not upgrade for them. I would do the GPU for that. If if I needed more CPU performance, then yeah, I would do it, but most of what people are doing with the 8700K probably don't really need, you know, core count. That's my that's my thought. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, uh, last thing I want to bring up here, man, this is going long. I didn't think we had much to talk about today, but uh, Windows 10 versus Windows 11. Should you upgrade there? I say no. I, I'm using Windows 11 on this laptop. This is the most I've ever used Windows 11 is, is mostly using this laptop and a, a couple other uh, things. And oh man, I'm still nah, wait. Windows 10. Nope. I would say no. No. I mean I, I use it for benchmarking. I don't I do not do any Windows 10 benchmarking. To me it's just as I've gone through this this before. I'm not going to bother to uh benchmark on an older OS. It's just a pain in the butt. Windows 11 is the future. We're now right now in a standoff with Microsoft because clearly people aren't happy. They want these things. And Microsoft always plays it to the last minute. They like, you know what? No, we're not. It's a standoff. Like, we're not going to do it. And then we're not going to upgrade. And then they're not going to do it. And then eventually, you know, as your friend said, they're going to fold. 
there are some things are going to fold. They're going to make some changes to the UI and, and how things are done and what things people on. But Windows 11 is the future. It will not probably be this version of Windows 11, right? But yeah. It is the future, so um, get used to it. Oh, yeah, because remember, I, I, I built my 12900K box. Uh, and I was like, you know, I'm going to load Windows 10 on there. If I have any problems, I'll, I'll upgrade to Windows 11. I am so glad I'm not having any scheduling problems. And, and maybe maybe I am, but I just don't know. Maybe there is a better way for the, you know, the 12th gen to, to work in Windows 11. But I, I'm completely fine. I haven't seen anything super weird no. with it. So, no, hell no. Windows 10. Windows 10. Yeah, I look. I think people need to realize it's not like Microsoft went and rewrote the entire code base to make Windows 11. It's Windows 11. It's just Windows 10. Yeah, yeah. It's based on Windows, right? There's some UI things. There's some you know uh, choices that Microsoft's made. People aren't are unhappy about. But now we need to wait for them to blink and or we blink. But in the end, Windows 11 or an iteration based on it will win. We'll be running. Look at Windows 8. Windows 8 was... <laughs> no, I, well, but there's Windows a lot of 8, people who were was able to skip 8 and wait from... And were on 7 and then wait and go to well, 10. But Windows 8... Well, I guess the thing is, I think about Windows 8 and then I think about Windows 8.1. Oh, yeah. yeah Windows 8.1 yeah, yeah, was like, true. okay, I, I can deal with this. I can deal with it. Windows 8 was like, eh, this is way too much change. So wait for Windows 11.1. Probably 11.1 okay. is where okay. you sort of see like, okay, it's, okay. it'll be better. And then, yeah, then it'll, it depends on how people really continue to stick their guns and like maybe windows 12 will be the the thing that comes out Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and it'll be i mean come on you know you don't win anything it's the same it's the same operating system it's the same underpinning so i just yeah yeah yeah. okay all right god really you whack windows 8 that was just that was the weirdest thing ever yeah yeah yeah. Uh, i understood why they made it but (laughs) Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's switch over to our uh, next segment, Gordon, because we're we're already uh, an hour Are in. We, oh my god, really? Uh, so, See, that's yeah. why we need a clock in here. No, no clocks. Uh, all right, there, there we go. Push it. Uh, it's PC. You had initially pitched this. You were you were like, oh, maybe we should talk about how uh, PC gaming is it dead? Is it damaged? And I was like, wait, who do you, who thinks it's dead or damaged? What, walk me through the 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 process here. Well, so the main reason is. Um, we just went through a, a massive, you know, uh, drought of GPUs. Basically, everybody was demoralized. There simply was no point in building a new computer if you couldn't get a GPU. Mm-hmm. Now the the GPUs are falling out of the sky in your head at a discount. And I was like, wow, this is going to be the best thing ever. It's going to be awesome um, in the next few months, the next six months. And uh, then I was like, wait a minute. Then I said, like, huh. Is there's like a there's a massive recession coming. Um, there's going to be a recalculation and how a lot of things are being done. I'm like, is that like it's, it feels like it's like the worst time ever to come out of this drought to where people are like, you know what? Maybe I ain't got a job. Maybe I don't have the money. And I'm kind of like, is this is this really going to? I feel PC gaming was very much hurt over the last two years. We could have been really, really building it up, adding more and more new gamers. Mm -hmm. We couldn't add them. And then now when it feels like we are just set to just, again, have just go like gangbusters, 
there's a ma- major recession, global recession that's coming. That is that really just like it really bummed me out, especially because I started looking at the news. Uh, this is uh, should I, I just sent you the or I can just send you the link, I guess. Yeah, oh, just put it in this. chat. Where? Oh, it's uh, in YouTube chat. I mean, so p- people can follow along. Oh, but it's it's our our sister company, IDC. <laughs> Yeah, so this this is uh, it's our. Oh wait, that's not even the one. This is not even the other bad news. Oh, wait, there's there's even more. Like the most recent one, because like, I was just we I suggested this idea yesterday, and then just yesterday, from uh, our sister uh, uh, company IDC, worldwide PC shipments fall fifteen point three percent in the second quarter of twenty twenty two as supply and demand both waver, according to IDC. Oh well, and real quick, what what do they signify as 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 PC shipments. Are they talking about laptops? Are they talking about desktops? J- just so people know. This is defined as simply all things PC. So that's desktop and laptops. Okay. Okay. And it gets a little weird. I'm not actually sure what definition IDC is using for tablets. I've always had a problem with how some of the analysts count tablets because you, sometimes you would see iPads counted towards Apple's share of PC, mm-hmm. and then you would also see it counted towards their share of tablet. It was really kind of like mm-hmm. weird. But I mean the numbers in, in let me uh let me let me put this one out. Should I go ahead and I'm going to put this in the chat? Yeah, put it in the chat. We'll put this this is Wait, does that even did it even work? Yeah. Yeah, it did. So basically uh also uh, along with that press release which came out by the way yesterday when I was talking to Adam about this. I didn't even know this is this report was coming out. Like you can see the ones that really took a hit. Uh, Lenovo, uh, twelve. So quarter to quarter, two Q twenty two to two Q twenty one, down twelve point one percent. HP down twenty seven point six percent, down five point three percent. Acer down nineteen point two. Apple and Apple is one of those companies that typically can withstand everything. Mm-hmm. Down twenty two point five. Wow. Asus down uh, 4.6. Others, basically, you just lump in the other ones. You don't even count because this is like probably you know 80% of the world here, uh, down 12.5%. So overall, 153 But some of these companies got hit really hard, you know, HP and Apple. And I'm going to assume, you know, part of that is it's not like people just suddenly, I ain't buying your computers because I don't like you. I think a lot of it is like we couldn't get the computers to sell you uh, in a quarter. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what my feeling is because, I mean, that's you know, what I was going to ask. I was like, is it so much that they're holding off or that they just can't get inventory? Yeah, I mean, they couldn't get them. You know, Apple literally, this has been talked about. People have not been able to get MacBooks for a while. The, like, the waiting list to get MacBooks has been absolutely atrocious. Hmm. But the thing is now, <laughs> all these companies are like, oh, yeah, you know all those orders we put in? You were going to, can I have that back? And like, oh, you like you know, yeah, because a lot of people are like, a lot of the companies are looking at what's coming, going to unfold for the next six months, and um, it's not looking pretty, right? Especially mm-hmm. for these. When you're looking at, you just you've lost double digits, twenty two point five percent, twenty seven point six percent. That just does not look good, right? And and even though we're kind of skewing this a little bit toward the towards the U.S., it's it's probably hitting globally too right well this is actually worldwide share oh it is worldwide time. share oh okay i'm sorry i thought I th- yeah this was... is top five companies worldwide traditional pc shipments market oh, wow. share year of year growth 
Uh, IDC quarterly personal computer device tracker, July 11th, 2022. Uh, And and, and yes, uh, David James, HP is still around. They're also, and the, they're the second largest PC manufacturer in the world. Yes. Lenovo's number one, HP's number two, Dell's number three, uh, Acer, and then Apple and Asus are uh, essentially tied, I think, apparently. So for the the number five maker. So, so what you're saying is that... (laughs) The last two years, we we've had all these problems with getting shipments, with getting getting product, and now we're hitting into this uh, into this economy where where things are, are probably going to be a little buttoned up, <laughs> you know. But people are can't can't readily spend their money, or maybe they're they're still supply constraint. But this is also overall kind of just hitting the PC gamer. Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people like us who love to game on the PC. And I felt like before all this, you know, 2020 stuff, it was just like, oh, man, the, we're, we're hitting the heydays. Like, we got awesome hardware. The consoles, the, the new consoles came out and it, it didn't leapfrog the PC. It just kind of came to where the PC was. Like, PC gaming is still awesome, building people new PCs. And then all of a sudden it was like, ooh, the interest in PCs. Oh, can't get a GPU? Eh, I'm not going to do that. I guess I'll try to get on a Twitter thread to buy a new Xbox or something like that. Yeah. Um, And also, so that IDC report is based on actual sales from that quarter, for Mm -hmm. the second quarter. Uh, I'm also going to talk about, uh, in June, uh, Gartner, which is another uh, very big analyst firm, basically forecast uh, worldwide PC shipments to decline 9.5% in 2022. Um, basically saying, so we are basically came out of this really bad period where you're seeing 15% declines quarter, quarter to quarter. And for the rest of the year, like, oh yeah, we're looking at 9.5, uh, uh, decline in quote, uh, consumer PC demand is on pace to decline 13.1% in 22 and will plummet much faster than business PC demand, which is expected to decline 7.2 year over year. Um, basically, uh, I guess the way to describe it is like, those are some big storm clouds and it just looks ugly to me. And I'm just like, how could we, how could we come out of this drought now where everybody's prepped to like build the machine of their dreams. And then now suddenly some, the actual guidance is like, yeah, things look really bad out there Ugh. for everybody. But I will say, so, uh, IDC and Gartner, that's the big picture. That's looking at. Everything from, you know, laptops to, you know, mainstream laptops to budget laptops to, to workstations, workstations. That's like that's 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 the whole Literally thing. Literally everything being sold in the world. If, if, if you have no idea, like there's a lot of just workstation Chromebook, just, yeah. you know, there's budget a lot of stuff and, and, being sold out there. We're enthusiasts. We're excited about building our own stuff, but we're we're little small fries. Yeah, we're small fries. But so the good thing is, so I, I also want to talk to vendors and people that work in that field uh, about like what their feelings are. What are they seeing? Because you, you can't just go, go by the big picture. You kind of like, well, how's it going to go for PC gaming? Um, and I will say uh, I'm not using any identities. I just basically had conversations with people in the industry. Like how's it looking? And definitely people are saying they're already back to pre pandemic sales, which, you know, weren't, huh. they were okay. Okay. But you know, it was for anybody who made a computer the the best time ever, right? You you have a you have a good business when you have to fight people to get you know 
a CPU or a GPU to, to sell computers. Uh, but we basically have gone through that entire bubble, and now things are, from the companies I've talked to, said that we're basically at 2019 levels of from components uh, to PCs. So, wow. Yeah, no, and of course, and I I crew some of the Reddit forums, and they just they just bum me out, and I was like, eh, I'm just like. Because I was feeling really good because you got new GPUs, you've got new CPUs, you got all this new stuff coming out, and um, I was like, I kind of bummed myself out. But then I talked to more people, and like, you know what? You know, this it looks bad, and definitely there are companies that are playing it very safe. They're not they they are just very, playing it very safe because they don't know what the next six to twelve months and and further are going to really bring. But most of the people kind of feel like, look, this is it's not going to go away. This is, and I would agree because I've been saying this for a long time, even though against all winds, everybody's saying the PC was dead. People who build enthusiast computers, they build gaming computers, it's not going to go away. And uh, this one person I really respect says, like, 200 million PC gamers are not just going to vaporize and go away. Yeah. Well, and, and same thing, real quick, uh, David James. Uh, so, so now it's uh, don't buy a GPU, uh, and if you do, PCs are damaged. No, 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 we're we're not saying that. We're saying, I mean, we're we're enthusiasts in here. If you're in here in the chat with us, if you're listening to this podcast, you're an enthusiast. We're talking about just kind of the overall mind share. I, I definitely felt like when I was listening to just uh, a lot of like traditionally console gamers, they before the the it, 2020, they were like, oh wow, you know, maybe I'll get into this PC stuff. Like, you know, like there was that sentiment that it was like this groundswell of like, hey, PC gaming is going to hit mainstream even harder, kind of thing. Uh, I, I would say the the one thing is like the Steam Deck has kind of re-entered the conversation in a lot of like mainstream gaming uh, kind of circles. Uh, not not that a, a bunch of people are buying them. I, I mean, I think they're selling a ton, of course, but you know, I mean, it's still small potatoes. But like, yeah. I, I think I think the the we're talking about the overall sentiment. Also, r- real quick, a lot of people are saying, is this because laptop sales went through the roof during the pandemic? So it's just like, oh, okay, hey, you know like you you could never withhold that that same increase in laptop sales because right. everyone needed to work from home so now we're just come, kind of coming back to normal yeah. right so sure it's going down but is it that bad because it was kind of like almost overinflated. yeah i definitely think that was some of it but you know if you're looking at you know 10 percent decline and it's the down it's just the downslope is going to be there for a while but um, it does look like it is just mostly going to be normal computers, right? Big box mm. stores, laptops that, you know, people had enough high. You don't need to buy a new Chromebook every six months kind of thing. <laughs> so that that's just not there. But um, definitely the feeling is PC gaming will continue on. And the reason why I picked the phrase PC damaged because, you know, I'm like... <sighs> Like hell, we could have like added millions and millions of PC gamers to this passion that everybody loves in the last two years, and they we they couldn't do anything, and now they can get in. But their parents might say, "Yeah, we're not going to build that PC now because you know things are kind of looking scary." And I think that is part of this. The outlook is like things are looking pretty scary over the next you know quarter to half, right? And things are we don't know, right? This yeah. Is, this, I mean, we're not there yet, but I can tell you, people who lived through two thousand and the late 2000s with the financial crisis nobody was buying high-end computers 
There were there were companies that did really really big launches. They'd spent a ton of money on it, and they had launched right into the headwinds of that financial meltdown. And they 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 went nowhere. Like like sold like a hundred, like nothing. Like people. And again, during that last downturn, people were happy to buy netbooks because that was like that was like the only thing people could afford. The question is, is this downturn going to be significantly worse than that financial meltdown? Then how much does it hurt PC gaming? Um, I just I just felt a lot more down than I expected to. And a lot of the vendors are like, we're we're playing it safe. We're not going to like one vendor is like. Wait, uh, describe what do you mean playing the safe you mean they're they're not going to slash prices they're not going to release new things or they're not going to hold on to a bunch of inventory yeah so Def- define playing safe well playing safe is uh, say a year ago you're fighting people to get a graphics card mm-hmm. right i mean there's a you couldn't get if you sold a, a pc and you couldn't get a graphics card nobody wanted it they were fighting vendors to to get graphics cards if you just like had one they would just take it whatever the markup was because they knew they needed to move inventory and then now it's like you know what we don't want to sit on inventory because do i do i want to buy a container full of 3060s and have the damn things drop 20 percent in price yeah then i'm selling them at a loss so people are like they don't know where the bottom is on the gpus it's really hard for them to see it as well so there's mm. a lot of sort of like eh. there's just a lot of really kind of nervous feelings out there is what i'm saying um because i really felt like people were like you know breaking out the caviar and the, 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 the champagne <laughs> because our oh, graphics cards are back where you know pc builds are back Yay. all over again and it's just like, and then you kind of like, that's look how at, I am. Yeah. Right, Cause I was like, yeah, I was really, I was really like, wow, this is just awesome. We can get back to the way it should be. But then you look at all these headwinds and it, it's, mm. it does kind of, it's, I don't want to be a bummer cause it is, it does scare the hell out of you. And that's what I'm kind of like, we miss a great opportunity to add PC gamers and now it's going to be crappy again for at least six months, possibly. How does that work out? <sighs> but I will say again, people are like, you know, they they they're playing it safe. They don't want they don't want to have a hold a lot of inventory because it could get worse. Um, at the same time, they think everybody does believe that yeah, the PC has has stood through the time. Many many people have tried to kill the PC all along this way, and it's it's survived all these things. It may just be rough. It's just sucky because you sort of thought I really thought we were going to take off like a rocket. And then some of the vendors said like, hey, I, I hope you're right because I'm like I think. You got four thousand. You got new Radeon. You got thirteen Gen. You got Gen five SSDs. You got new Zen four. That's all kinds of stuff to get people excited. Well, I mean, but also, I mean, we're looking at the deals on old stuff too. So it's not just new stuff. Maybe maybe it's the old stuff. I think what you're saying also is that if the average consumer is like, eh, you know what, I'm not going to spend seven hundred dollars to build a new PC right now, even if I can get a fifty eight hundred X for whatever it was 200 bucks <laughs> you know like it's like oh my wow that is a great deal but oh you know what i gotta pay the bills yeah for the next six months and it really is it's looking like that because some recessions get really really ugly mm. and then although i i will say like one person was like you know one thing that's kind of like a roadblock to things getting back to normal is like these gpu prices are really elevated right how how exactly do you sort of like get back to pre-pricing right because even though the prices are they should still be lower like everybody expects four thousand to be and new radion to be pretty expensive are people really if if, if not the same 
if not the same <laughs> if not the same but i mean it feels like it you know we are we you know nvidia and amd have tested the elasticity of the market i mean a 1080 ti was what 700 bucks 750 at launch uh, that but the, you know that car i, I was know i'm just saying that that was the i think that was five hundred dollars for 1080 yeah I don't, I don't i don't know i can't remember but i mean like yeah that probably sounds right now a 3070 right is is like or is should five be to six hundred dollars yeah yeah msrp should be and you know I, it feels like maybe we they're gonna have to crank these card prices back because i don't see that yeah well i mean it's one of those things where you do have if people aren't buying it what are you gonna do right yeah. you gotta you gotta do something yeah good question uh, well uh dennis siberian uh keeps asking do you think any of this um is being impacted from the shift from DDR4 to DDR5 and from Windows 10 to Windows 11. Uh, we know we've, especially during the, the transition to Windows 11, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of IT managers that are probably not rolling out Windows 11 for a while. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, which means that they're probably not upgrading worse. Or even if they wanted to, even if they were like, hey, you know what, our environment, sure, we can support Windows 11. But guess what? We're on older hardware and we would need to buy buy new hardware. Uh, so, you know, and the same kind of thinking with DDR4 to DDR5, I, I guess, for a little bit, but that's probably not, like, as important. Like, no. what, what do you think? Did you think any of that transitional period is, is damaging? No, I don't think so. I think it's it's just more of the fact that <laughs> some people may like oh you know mike i just spent a hundred dollars on like two bags of groceries mm-hmm. i'm, I'm going to put off this put off this purchase and that because they do, do, do point out like windows vista probably slowed pc sales like it just the the the, the sheer hate that, that vista had probably slowed pc sales a little bit or, or laptops overall like mainstream not no i i doubt it i you don't think vista, so you know, I, I, Senator, I, I've lived through Vista. I, it was a bad OS, and I don't. It, people still bought computers, so I don't think. And most mainstream people, they have zero idea about Windows 11. They just go out and buy a new computer. Most people just, they to most people, it's just a toaster. It's slow. I need faster internet. Let me go buy a newer computer. I was like, that's not how it works. But I understand why. You know, <laughs> that's, so, that's the the Apple philosophy. Yeah, <laughs> I so. Need- <laughs> It's slow. Just eh, throw the whole thing out. Um, okay. Yeah, but I mean, I just kind of like. I just feel like it makes me. And and again, people in our community love. They they love the next emergency, and this is the next thing to worry about is like how bad it's going to be because, you know, mm. there are definitely signs for companies like yeah, we're batting down the hatches, right? You just you start cutting back on orders because we're seeing this everywhere. Reported from all the companies, like they're like. We're not going to sell as many computers as we expected to because people just simply won't have the money. Hmm. So, all right, well, but yeah, I, we'll see. We'll see how much it's going to affect PC gaming. Probably not. Hopefully, we'll see. But I mean, a lot of people are really they're like they're not they're not like oh yeah things are going to be perfectly fine things are going to be it's going to be awesome quarter. People are like yeah, yeah. it's going to be ugly, but they also don't think it's the end. The end is nigh. Mm-hmm. I do want to say one of the really interesting bits of information i got out of someone it's like it's gonna be a hell of uh black friday oh it's gonna be their prediction is like black friday prices on all the crap you don't need is gonna be awesome just just tell me your source i, I, I i'm not gonna I tell, tell you but I, the prediction is like 
there's just an oversaturation on a lot of stuff because people are like, yeah, people like buying every single thing over the last two years. I'm going to get into that game, too. Well, those people are like, this game ain't no fun now. So, like, you know what? Ship it off to some company and sell it at a loss. Oh, you so. know, and uh, Kyle, a uh, friend of the show, Kyle from Hard OCP TV uh, is here. Uh, what's going on? Uh, makes a good point. The, the 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 last two years have impacted game development. So a lot of those AAA games that, you know, is supposed to drive a lot, a lot of hardware, right. a lot of sales during the holidays has been pushed off. You know, development is, 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 is being impacted as well. So the excitement for gaming... Right. Uh, even just from the software side of it is is not up to snuff either. You definitely so. need games to to get titles or big launches or what motivates people. And I mean, you look at Battlefield; that was like a demotivator, right? That was like a demotivator on everybody. And you know, a lot of studio. And again, I I just I hate to be the like the the you know the, is it okay to say Debbie Downer anymore? I guess Debbie can still be a downer. Down me, who's Debbie? I don't I don't know what Debbie. But I just like studios have been laying people off. People are like cinching their belts in because they think it's going to be some tight times. It may not be the end of us, but it's, you know, if you're looking at a sustained six months of just like, you know, lousy, it's going to, it's going to hurt things. So, all right. I guess I'm just saying, downer. Jeez. Put away the champagne for now. Let's wait. Okay. All right. Or at least, at least uncork it real slowly. All right. Uh, Watch your head real quick. I'm going to transition over to to Q&A. Uh, this is going a little long. If you have a question right now, put it in the chat uh, in at PC World so I can see it. That's the easy part. Or if you're watching or listening to this later, hit the description. There's a link to our Discord. And over there, we have a uh, a channel you can go into and drop questions at any point, And hopefully, we get to reading them on the air. Uh, VC Jester gave us a $5 super chat. Uh, I'm not going to read that one. I'm, I'm going to look at the phrasing on the Discord version because uh, he's been kind of hard harping on this for a little bit well and you know what to be fair i i have too so uh let me find it for a second here uh okay here we go vc jester friend of the show says question for gordon in the key of michael goodwill you know who michael goodwill is right i have no is that Michael Mike, Michael Goodwin. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, from yeah. Rocky. The coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, kid, you ain't going to let some mamby-pamby game controller using millennial walk all over your reputation, are you? You got to get out there and swing. Show him the mouse and keyboard is the best. This is your time. He just adopted it. PC gaming is your world. Even if you fail, you fail fighting, kid. Keep on, champ. <laughs> and this is all relation to, uh, we've talked about for years, a controller versus a mouse and keyboard challenge. Gordon, wh- when is that going to happen? I, I look, I don't know. Let's set it up. I will take yeah. you and Luis. Who else can play that? Who else? Willis? Like crap on? Willis. Wasn't Dan in there too? Elena? I, I don't know. I like, I, I am so Brad, certain he's that mouse and keyboard is better. That I'm sure in a one versus four, maybe even one versus five, I will win. In a game, so like in a game where there's no cheater mode. When I mean cheater mode, for people who don't know, if you use a controller and the game is built for controllers, it auto it's basically a built in aimbot. In a game with no aimbot. See, you you're you're putting you're putting a, a two Counter Strike. One versus four, one versus three. Like you can go twelve. I don't, it doesn't matter. Well, so uh, we were talking about this over on Discord because uh, we made like a little thread. Uh, and man, some somebody recommended that. Uh, oh, also, uh, hey, your 10 gig internet should be uh, the deciding factor too, right? Be. A mouse and keyboard. 
Um, I I have a, a relative, like my wife's uh, nephew, and it's very fascinating because he like you know he had that he has the the teen reflexes, and watching him play Battlefield, he'd come over and play Battlefield three and four at our house. He would fly the vehicles with mouse and keyboard. I was like, you don't just use a controller. I was like, no, those things suck for this. It's like it's better with mouse and keyboard. Like, oh, do you think you could beat him? Frank, I'm going to get my ringer, uh, me and him versus like a team of like 12. Dude, those those young kids, I mean, I don't even care what they're using. They could be using a phone and their reflexes are probably better than mine. <laughs> I'm just saying right tool for the right job. I have nothing against controllers for when... You're using them for the right, right game. I don't play right, fight right. games, so no, no. no but but that, that's, that's that's what we need to do. I, I I can't find it, but we were talking in uh, in in Discord, like, okay, how would we set this up? And I think it's like, no, we need to we need to get uh, specific games from specific genres, so that it's a you know no. kind of an all encompassing. Hey, you know, let, let's let's get a no. flight game, let's get a no. a racing game, oh, let's get on. a fighting game, let's get a first person shooter. I never said I would ever use mouse and keyboard for a driving game. Okay, me, so like, wait, wait, wait. So you're saying then just mouse and keyboard in a first person shooter? What, yeah. what are you saying? Yeah, okay, that so, was the whole so point. You, like, you want the challenge would... just to be first person shooters? Okay, so how how about we take we we agree on a list of five person first person shooters? Well, I'll, you have ones that don't have cheat modes. Just just wow, you don't need five. You can just use one. Just Counter Strike. <laughs> Counter Strike is all mouse keyboard reflexes. If the controller is so good, you don't need more than one. Because you're going to have like three or four, I don't know, like 18 people on your team. It'll just be me. Wait, wait. So you you don't need to run any other benchmarks than just one benchmark. You can just run Cinebench R23 and you're good. Well, let's see. If I am saying that a uh, my dual core Core i3 is better at 3D rendering than your Threadripper box, then yeah, one <laughs> benchmark is enough. Because that is basically what people are saying. VC <laughs> Chester has, has a good uh, uh, quote here, too. We also have a thread on what excuses Gordon will use. I don't uh, need any wait, excuses. Wait, wait, wait. So you, you just want to play Counter-Strike? That was the, That's what I've been saying for like three years now. Counter-Strike, me versus whatever. Three. three 1v3 Counter-Strike. 1v3 Counter-Strike. All controllers. all controllers. Mouse, keyboard. Your mouse and keyboard. Because right. I know Counter-Strike doesn't have any cheat mode. Sure. Let's do it. What do you want to do? Like Halo? Come on. That's got like a cheat mode. Aimbot mode. <laughs> Aimbot mode. Okay. Let's do it. Right. Counter-Strike. All right. All right. Let's, 1v3. Let's set this up. Let's set, I mean... Sure, if if you want to get, I you haven't know. played Counter Strike what, what, what in years. What, what, what's what are the stakes? We we got to put the stakes out. Uh, well, one is a loser, and you know, <laughs> just being the loser. You, is are the, you in for like a hundred bucks? No way, I'm not gonna put money on that. Wait, but I, if you're so sure, what? If you're so sure that that it, that you can easily wipe the floor with us, you you uh, then hundred bucks is nothing. You're not gonna lose a hundred bucks because I don't put my I don't gamble. I just don't gamble. Like, you remember, I go to Vegas. Well, it's the best not, way to win is not gambling. I, I know, but it sounds like you're unsure. To no, I'm not, I'm not it's, unsure. It's, it's not a gamble if you say 100% you're going to win. That's not a gamble. What? You're so saying money 100% is, you're going to win. It's against my religion to bet on things. It's just stupid. All right, there, we'll, You know we'll, what? The last time I bet somebody, I never got the money. No more. We need to, we need to put I that. won. Person wouldn't give me any money any of my money i forgot about that excuse okay wait wait so okay what what if it's what if it's Lunch, some sort of pizza i mean but that's money yeah pizza's great but that's yeah. not the same thing money is like fundamentally betting money is is different how about you pizza. you have to use a mac for a month uh, yeah no because i couldn't work then maybe a <laughs> iphone 
Oh, you've been thinking about going to have fun. We, yeah. can, we can talk about it. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll continue this in Discord. Uh, this will be fun. We, we, get, we got some good questions uh, lining up here. Uh, My I, religion is I don't like to lose money because <laughs> anything where you're gambling, you're going to lose. I don't like to lose the money. I like to have the money come to me. If you like, you could have gambling where only you won. I'm all for it. But the exposure part of losing is the religion I'm going to enter. Idwal Williams does a one-legged duck swim in a circle. Have you ever seen a one-legged duck? Hmm, how do they? I think they probably they probably dip one wing because they probably like maybe use yeah, a wing I, or I something. I bet they compensate. I bet they compensate. Yeah, or, yeah. or they just die. It's survival of the fittest. One-legging to get you that far. I have seen <clears> one-legged <throat> aquatic animals, though, so birds seagulls yeah. uh the end front of the front of the show the end uh 5800x or 5900x uh for obs streaming well i would say i guess that depends on what you want to do uh if you want to use uh cpu encoding then yeah you're probably going to want more cores but if you have a nvidia gpu then i'll tell you what that is pretty nice so <laughs> but also 12 core I mean, if you're doing 1080p, yeah, you can probably get really good um, CPU encoding, like like maybe medium. You can do decent. I would argue for the 5900X because if you are really doing OBS, if you're doing OBS, you might be doing some, you know, Blender. You might be doing something, other chores that are or core heavy. Or or if there's a way to say, or, or maybe their thinking is, hey, you know, uh, well, yeah, I guess you're not. Uh, they didn't say if this is a PC that's going to game and stream all in the same box or if it's a separate box. I, I guess I, I come to it from a separate box. I, I always have a separate right. box. Most people. So are if, if you're having it on a single box, then, oh, yeah, I probably want more cores. Yeah. You know, unless. Wait, X3D or X5800X? Yeah, I, 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 the X3D, I can't imagine the cache is going to help. Right, right, because the. But the question is X3D versus a 1500. No, no, no. 1500X versus oh. 1500X. So 8 core versus 12 core. I mean, right. if you have an NVIDIA GPU, I would say default to that. It will end, and you have headroom. If you have, you know, a 3070 or up, something like that, and so you have headroom to, to do the encoding on the GPU itself, <laughs> I say to do that, call it a day. It doesn't matter. You're looking at about a $70 price differential between the 5800X and the 5900X right now. I mean, 5800X was what, 250, 5900X, 350? Was like 270, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I, don't know. I don't remember. But yeah, I would, yeah. I would say it's a wash. You're probably not going to feel the difference. I kind of think no, I, I would want more cores. Yeah, you, I, you know. I, I, I wouldn't say it's a wash. I would say, do you want to do GPU encode? Do you want to do CPU encode? If if you're planning, if, if you have a lower power GPU and you need all of that for the game and you need to offload the encoding on the CPU, then yes, more cores, definitely. But they're going to, but they're probably going to be streaming in real time, right? So it'll be GPU encode. It's just hard to, it's hard. It feels like. No, I the CPU OBS, the encode's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No. But would you do it in real time and play your game? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially if you have 12 cores. Yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah. To me, it just feels like GPU encoding is just, you know the best way to go for the most part especially I, but, for game streaming. Well, but I'll, I'll say i mean if you're on a 3060 and you're trying to stream and game you know a 1080p 60 like yeah you you might get a little bit of overhead crunch like so mm. that, that's why i'm saying if you're streaming at 1080p 60 and you're on a 3070 you've got plenty of overhead don't worry about it yeah uh, i would say uh it's just such a good deal for 12 i mean like for another like say 80 more dollars you have four more cores 
Oh, that's a deal. Yeah, that's like the the, the stupid deal. Costco thing. You're like, oh, well, okay, I don't, I don't need five hundred of these, but that's what you're selling it for. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Ricardo Aguilera said uh, they're on a ninety-seven hundred K with a thirty eighty. Is it still a good chip? Yes. I mean, it's honestly for the vast majority of games, you're still getting very, very high clocks. How many? How many cores is it? Uh, the six? No, four. That's an eight, right? Ninety-seven hundred K was like sort of like budgety, lower clocked ninety-nine hundred K. That was such a long time ago. Uh, uh, was it boost a up to four point nine gigahertz? I uh, eight cores. Eight cores. Oh yeah. yeah, you're good. Yeah, so you yeah, give up a little bit of clocks over, say, a higher end part. But yeah, no, I would ninety-seven hundred K with a thirty-eighty is. I would. I would wait. Okay. You know, I, I, if it were me, yeah. I'm like, you nah, know what? I, I mean, like, honestly, unless you're really feeling it and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. And it sort of yeah. depends on the other things you're doing. Yeah. If you're playing games, great shape. If you're, well, I mean, you don't have Gen 4, but, you know, I mean, that only, that doesn't matter for games as much. I would I'm say. just, I'm just thinking like, well, if you're playing games at, say, 500 hertz at 1080p, then maybe <laughs> something faster could help, but you're probably not in, a competitive esports player, so I would just wait to see what you know. But again, so other things, if you're doing 3D rendering, you're doing you know CPU based encoding things that sort of need higher core count, then going to a 12th gen or, or a, a Ryzen 5000 or looking at what's to come is is worth it. But to be honest, it's it would be crazy to upgrade from a 9700K. Okay. For most uses. Right. Um, Tomo Prime asked this way earlier, and I was holding on to it. Uh, my PCI Gen 4 system, will my PCI Gen 4 system not take the new graphics card's full potential? Remember, the RTX 3000 series took a performance hit when running in PCI 3. Maybe now is the time to save on current gen. Do you think PCI 4 is going to get bottlenecked from RTX 4000? I think we would have to wait and see. There are are potentially some things that it would make somewhat of a difference in. I doubt it. I mean, we've just had such an, I'm not worried. an no, excess. I'm not worried. I, w- I would not be worried about it. There's always <laughs> something, you know, there's that one out of a hundred chance that maybe it makes a difference in some titles, but generally there's, I feel Gen 5 is going to mostly benefit uh, SSDs. Uh, Joey McJoey's a lot <laughs> uh, is using an external radiator under my desk for my ITX build cheating. No, I would say that's interesting. That's fun having an external radiator. I guess, and especially in winter time, it keeps you warm. But what was the point? I guess is the the argument to me. I mean, yeah, no. Well, why would you mm-hmm. even bother to do that? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're just like going well, through this unless uh, unless the build is on top of your desk. And the radiator is under, well, hopefully you're no, not doing that. No, But, you know, you're showing off this sweet little box, and then nobody sees the guts underneath. No, the thing is, if you look up, um, oh, I can't think of the name. Aluminum cases, a lot of hex bolts. I can't think of the vendor's name for some reason. Case, uh, uh, not Inwin, but... Um, Corsair? No. Uh, uh, Leon Lee? Leon Lee. Leon Lee had a train case at one point. A train looked like a case. Look, look it up. They like had a train. Looked like a train. A Leon Lee train. But if you have a mini ITX case where the front is a uh, train, <laughs> and then you run the cooler to the back, this <laughs> is that it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. See? Oh wow. Okay. Right. So like, if you had this, but you had the cooler 
running in back as freight. Oh, then it, then it's just part of the yeah. Then it's just part of the build. Then you're it's part of your entire mod. But <laughs> okay. I would say yeah. I mean, why would you? To me, it makes zero sense to have ITX an, a mini ITX build with a big ass radiator hanging out the back. It's, it seems kind of to defeat the purpose. Uh, so Joey's McJoey's a lot. Uh, if if you do have this train build, please share it in our Discord. I want to see. <laughs> okay. When you see that, you could see like, and you could like parallel. Yeah, if it's custom, cool. you yeah, can have like four know. different. That'd be pretty cool. I dig it. Great cars. Uh, Dennis Sabrina, in front of the show, Dennis Sabrina, I have a food question. Uh, what is your opinion on pressure, cook, pr- pressure cookers and why everyone should get at least one in their kitchen? Do you have one? Oh, yeah. What do I you love do? it. I We do everything with it. I, I do stew. I do, you could do baked potatoes really fast. You can do artichokes and like, they're called instant pots, not really instant because you have to pressurize uh, that's them. That's the brand. It's like Kleenex is a, yeah. you know. They've been around for years because I have a friend who's that guy. When we talk about that oh, guy, that guy, it was like, Good yeah, we just that. got an instant pot, and he was like, oh, I don't understand. I've had one of those for years. Like not like he did because he brand. literally yeah. he had a, he had an electric pressure cooker years and years before I did. So he was like, he's also that guy who's like, um, has like lots of Star Wars toys, lots of toys, and like, not toys. It's, like, it's collectibles. Okay, it's action figures. Oh, no, I, collectible I'm action figures. I'm not. I'm not hating. I'm jealous. <laughs> he has the motion tracker from Aliens from Master Replicas when they were still in business. He's got. Stor- I'm like, it looks like. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. So yeah. he is that guy then. Yeah, he is that guy. Oh man. All right. I was. <laughs> he. Yeah. He got out of PC gaming because he used to be that guy. He'd always like. And when I when I talk about that guy, he was always that guy because he was like, <laughs> "Damn man, you got a sound card." <laughs> we were just like, first time we heard sound out of a PC was like his machine. Wow. He had a That's... thermal color printer in the eighties. Uh, also, I'll say, uh, Lindsay, one of the things Lindsay uses our, um, my wife, Lindsay uses our, uh, instant pot for is making her own broth. It's really good. Yeah, really no, good. they're awesome. I'm kind of yeah. waiting for when they say like, oh my God, it turns out pressure cooking is actually bad. Cause it puts these molecules in that kill you. It's like, damn, really? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, all right. Uh, question, question, question time. I, sorry. I've not been keeping up with the chat because... Oh, we have a super chat question. Uh, wait, do we have a super chat question? Oh, oh, I don't know. Uh, sorry. Oh, uh, no, I don't think we do have a super chat question. Uh, okay. Uh, sorry. I man, I have not been keeping up with chat. I like high speed. For the person asked about open benches, I like old school high speed PC stuff. But it basically looks like somebody visited Tap Plastics. There are a lot sexier open benches, but the uh, high-speed PCs, like, to me, is like the whole idea is like, it doesn't really need to be pretty because you're just doing testing, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we got a five euro super chat from FF, and uh, no, nothing attached to it, uh, just just that. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Always appreciate it. Uh, sorry. Uh, more question. I'm I'm looking for anybody who tagged, uh, tagged uh, Dennis Siberian. Is there a visual different difference in CPU and GPU encoding? Uh, I'm talking about artifacts and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> well, this has been a long-standing thing. We've talked about doing a video of like sitting down and looking at something that was encoded on the CPU and something that was coded on the GPU. There's a couple things. If you're talking about uh, if you're talking about pre-rendered stuff, so we're not live stream, 
then yes, you can get an uplift from pure CPU and code. But that's also if you're looking at the un uh, ungrade or not ungraded. Uh, if you're looking at the raw footage, right? You you encode, you open it up, uh, and you're looking at it side by side on your desktop. When you upload to YouTube, that's a whole different thing because YouTube's going to uh, encode that stuff. And and you would you would hope that if it has better quality going in, that it's going to encode better. But that's uh, I've never found that's always exactly true. But also, I still think you're talking about like maybe a five percent visual difference, like maybe 10 percent if you're really looking and then so then if you're spitting it into youtube that's probably dropping it down you know even further and so it's just like so yes if you're sitting there pixel peeping which pixel peeping is a definitely a, a, a term i've used for like looking at cameras like ooh, look at oh look at that lens look at that camera oh man oh man this is you know so like yeah if you're gonna sit there and pixel peep sure i can see it for most people no especially for live streaming because then the encodings the encodings pushed even harder and then you're talking about a different encoding engine uh based off of uh twitch or uh uh versus youtube you're talking about like obs is going to have different encoding than something like Livestream studio i, I actually uh, unfortunately feel like the Livestream studio encoding is, is a little bit of soft uh, compared to what I can get out of OBS, so it it depends on a lot of factors. I would say, yeah, sure. Under under in the best circumstances, yes, it, it would be great, you know. But I would say also do the thing that's going to be the easiest because it's not going to be that big of a difference. Like nobody nobody in Twitch chats just using like just sitting there spamming like, oh man, why are you encoding this on an NVIDIA GPU? I, I wish it was encoded on a on the CPU. You suck. So, what do you think, Gordon? I yeah, I'm I'm with you too because I don't think everybody except for the video nerds can see the difference. Even those people are just sort of like looking for things sort of to be critical about. So, I don't think it's going to make that much of in that much of a difference. Can GPU encoding has just gotten so good these days? It's hard to justify running a CPU encode and just eating that amount of time. Because what do you like? Yeah, sure. Are you making a marvel movie that's going to make a billion dollars yeah they're going to do it right are 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 you digital foundry where your your whole thing is literally showing off visual differences and showing off the quality then yeah it's really going to matter because if you're like oh look at this one game on this settings and this game on this settings you have to see what you're talking about and if the encode is ruining that yeah but i mean if you're just streaming on twitch like yeah i wouldn't even to me it's it seems kind of overkill but i i will say as a benchmarker one of the problems because i always like to like well let's do let's do some gpu encodes using igp you know amd versus intel or, or you know nvidia it gets really 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 problematic i think because if i do a cpu encode it tells me I get the same video on the other side and one CPU was faster. If I'm doing a GPU or, you know, hardware encode using different encoders and I, even though I set everything exactly the same in the encoder, do I know what I'm like? Are you getting the same thing? One may be faster, but one may be significantly, you know, lower quality and it makes it really kind of a little weird to use it for benchmarking. I still try to do it, but it always makes me a little uncomfortable because I, I feel like if you're doing a uh, GPU encodes, hardware encodes, 
you then have to really compare image quality. Whereas with the yep. CPN code, you know, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. I, so I'll, I'll say one, one little side note. Uh, as I've been learning DaVinci Resolve, one of the, the my favorite YouTube channels to, to learn from is Casey Ferris. Uh, awesome, awesome guy. You should go check it out if, if you're interested. Uh, and he did a deep dive into his own testing on H.264 versus H.265 and has actually convinced me now, now we encode everything that we upload to YouTube to not, not the stream, but the pre-recorded stuff to H.265. That was a big enough of a visual jump uploading to YouTube, uh, really to, to, to moving our process from H.264 H. to H.265. It yeah. didn't, you didn't eat anything, the re-encode process or did, did Google just simply take it and like, Oh no, Google already- just took it. Yeah, yeah. So that you basically have more control over how the PM. I, I I don't remember exactly what they were talking about. I just saw what they were talking about, looking at the results, and was like, oh, okay, H two six five is is definitely worth it to move to. There's no downside in our workflow to not exporting the H two six five. You know, the interesting thing is, I remember doing H two six five encodes, say like five years ago. And the conventional wisdom then was like, this is just a pure loser. Like, if you're doing, no one's doing the stupid H.265, <laughs> right? No one's doing H.265. And I am running basically this encode that's just unrealistic because no one's doing it. They're going to skip this for, you know, AV1 because Google doesn't like paying people money. So, like, H.264 is a complete dead end. And I sort of like, well, maybe. Well, but I also sh- widely adopted, you know. Well, it wasn't widely oh, adopted, oh, oh. right? Because at that five years ago, it was like H.264 was was it? You know, a lot of people are like, "Hey, let's do H.264 because you like like for a reviewer, you like, oh, let's do this H.265 because it's advanced codec, it's cool, it's harder for the CPU to do, so I I like it, it's harder." Uh, and then it was like, "Well, is this realistic? No one's going to use it." But then pandemic hits, suddenly everybody fell in love with H.265 because they really needed. Everybody was streaming the hell out of everything. And suddenly it was weird to look at it from five years ago where like this is loser dead end. And then now to like it's basically the majority codec that's being used. So I guess at least until AV1 sort of takes over if it ever does. But Hmm. yeah, well, yeah, we'll see about that. That could be interesting shakeup. Joey, Joey McJoey's a lot uh, did chime in and say, oh, man, and I just lost it. Uh, The ITIC, it's a Meshalicious build. On a standing desk with a 40 radar, uh, radiator mounted underneath the desk, so the rad's underneath the desk, and it's on top of the the desk. Okay, well, no, I mean, you know, yeah, sure, everybody, it's right. yeah, whatever it. floats your boat. Do I, it, you know. Yeah, I wouldn't do Nothing it. Nothing wrong with it. But um, Dennis Siberian, are you guys excited about the old crew from Star Trek: The Next Generation reunion in an upcoming new season of Star Trek: Picard? No, I haven't, I haven't heard about this. So, I, no, I'm I actually excited. started watching a little bit of the new whatever, and I, I kind of like the format. It's just hard to, you know, because they want to repave your memories. I think I'd rather just have the memories. Hmm. Uh, Tomo Prime, is there an easy case or open bench type that makes PC upgrades a breeze? Uh, yeah, I was saying uh, high-speed PC is what I like for benchmarking because it's just simply simple. Right, there's nothing really complicated. There well, are really some sexy open bench tests. Well, but I think they're they're saying, I, I I don't think they're a reviewer. I think there's somebody like, oh, you know, uh, is is there a nice open bench? Uh, Lan Lee has a has a interesting I, one. I have one in the lab that came with some. Uh, yeah, I can't remember it. I uh, love it. It's beautiful, but let me tell you, it's a pain in the butt, and that's why 
Oh, God, huh. Yeah, I, I can't remember the exact model, but uh, we were talking about, uh, I was talking about with um, a friend of the show, uh, Travis from, um, oh, goodness, the the uh, Showback Tech. Showback Tech, uh, they, they got a, a 3D uh, etcher uh, talking about like doing some sort of like engraved etching on the 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 panel and on an open case kind of thing. The huh. one day I can't find it. It's a really nice. The nice thing is it comes basically in a flat container. Huh. It's it's really neat. But Ke- again, Keith has an open bench too. I, I don't know what. So this is what I. I'm a, oh yeah. Yeah. Just, it looks like uh, yeah. I built this in my backyard <laughs> kind of stuff. But yeah. let me tell you, as a reviewer, you don't care about all that other stuff. Yeah. I, th- I think they want something that looks good too. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh let's see okay um oh man i'm uh uh thrashy will pixel peeping be part of the pc world benchmark game <laughs> yeah we'll have a, a vr mode where you get in there and you just get really close to the monitor like oh man huh it's gonna get like oh that. do you see the macro blocking on this one versus the, this one? Yeah, i uh, you know it's pretty clear that by this time well not this time the first quarter of next year they're arguing over image quality on the other side of DLSS and Intel and AMD's upsampling, that's going to be a major. I don't know how yeah. that's going to even be sorted out. But that's <laughs> going to be what's faster. It's faster, but does it look as good? It's going to get really, really messy. Thank God I don't do GPUs. Yeah. Uh, I'll also say uh, we were talking about um, the encoding stuff. The yeah, 1080p60. I mean, we just barely, as PC World, moved over to to shooting everything and, and delivering everything in 4K. Uh, there are a couple things that we still kind of edit in 1080p. The 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 full nerd's still on 1080p. I need to upgrade some stuff uh, on the system. Or actually, no, not hardware, but software wise. I'm I'm thinking of switching away from Livestream Studio uh, to VMix uh, to to be able to do 4K stuff. But then there's some networking stuff I need to figure out too. But yeah, uh, the I mean, 1080p is still the vast majority of YouTube. I mean, sure, the 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 cool kids play in the 4K realm, but yeah, 1080p is still still just fine. Oh, I found it. It's this. What is it? Streacom S T R E A C O M B C one. It's really sexy, very minimalist, but also not looking like again assemble a lot of leftover aquarium parts. So <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, getting a. Getting down a little here. Um, uh, Peter Jansen, friend of the show, Peter Jansen. Uh, how can Gordon tolerate that small screen on his HP laptop? I'll tell you, he can't. You, I, you can't make benchmark charts on here. I can't because it's, it's, it's 1080p. It's, you know, 16.9. Um, I would. I wish I had a higher res panel in it, frankly, because sometimes when you're trying to, like, jam more into it, it would be nice. But the weight is is phenomenal. Um, and it's, you know, it's a two in one with the pen support, um, and it's a commercial laptop. So the security's top notch and really, uh, it's been a phenomenal laptop to be honest. I, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people sort of like have their brand or they got burned by a brand from years ago. I, I'm a huge fan of the <laughs> HP, uh, Dragonfly. All right. Um, and yeah, sorry, I, I probably skipped over a lot of other questions, but it didn't have the at PC world tag in it. So, uh, so I, I didn't see it running out of time here. Oh, we got another five Euro super chat from FF. Uh, thank you so much. Um, and we got a lot of good questions over on, uh, on discord. Some of these I'm going to hold on to, um, 
CauseMC had a question about uh, the 6500 XT pricing for Brad. Uh, we also had a good question about, from mostly running at stock, uh, PC World's recent review of Stadia, uh, which I felt actually kind of curious about as well. Uh, so we'll hold that one for Brad. Um, Parker97 had asked a little bit ago, what's your opinion on New York's right to repair bill, also known as S4104A? I haven't looked too closely at it. Um, I think anything that gets uh, consumers' permission to open up hardware and work on it and fix it is is good. I I'd be unconvinced that a, a legislature can do something like that without royally screwing something up along the way. So, but in general, people should be able to work on their own hardware. Um, so that is that is a good thing. I think. I do also understand, though, that when companies say, like, look, people are messing these things up and then returning to the store, that's a problem. So yeah. I don't think most people are doing that, but, you know. Uh, Peter Jansen, uh, most viewers have a 1440p monitor. Um, I will say, uh, not according to the YouTube statistics uh, that I have, it's it's still still mostly 1080p. Well, actually, a lot of phone, to tell you the truth. So, um, 6500, I'm actually curious to see whether 6500 XTs have come down in price. Basically, 199 oh, lower. Oh, that's kind of up a little bit. 185. I feel like it was like 170 really? a little bit ago. Yeah. I mean, it feels like when it gets to about one under one fifty, then it's really. Uh, I mean, well, hell, you're still getting ten yeah. six. Yeah, yeah, not not bad, but I mean, with with the way things are looking, yeah, I, I, yeah, I would stay still say hold out. Um, oh yeah, uh, Boryu Zero has asked this question uh, many times, but I, I we've I I've kind of skipped over it because we've talked about it before, but. Gordon, in your opinion, do you think the Arc desktop will be like Intel's 10 nanometer, ever so delayed, like Raja's Vega, overhyped and underwhelmed, or all the above? Uh, yeah, it's it's obviously basically all of the above. It's already late. It's going to be underwhelming, most likely. The only way they can sort of, it feels like at this point, like make people happy is if the pricing is awesome. And with the current state of gpus it feels like even that route is not going to be good so it's it's going to be rough i mean i could see most of these going i don't even know where they're going to go because i mean maybe some bundling i mean because i mean you could see like at one point when you couldn't get gpus like well maybe they'll be sold by partners and machines that's probably where most of them will go but you know this is just a first-gen product and again you know competition is good for the market so let's hope that there is a second and third and fourth gen version that there is that we we see a fight all the way forward so that's that's to me this is the main thing but Ho- yeah hopefully they're in it for the long haul hopefully for the long haul but yeah it's hard to see any kind of upside here i don't know how you even paint this as any upside although content creation you're getting quick sync you're getting av1 hardware encode but I mean, a- AV1 is still a long haul as well but so. i mean like at this point it's, it feels like oh yeah uh we'll probably get to like 4,000 series with hardware AV1 will come out before we even see desktop arc. It's like, oh, come on. Like, is there anything left? <laughs> good. That would be funny. Yeah. NVIDIA's one one little nudge. Be like, hey, let's hurry and get AV1 <laughs> in there. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, last one, because we need to get out of here. Cause MC, friend of the show, uh, if you won the lottery, Gordon, for $10 million, uh, what would your first three stupid purchases be? Oh, first three stupid purchases? Yeah. 
ten million dollars. Oh, which I mean, after taxes, you're talking about more like you know five million. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where'd I buy? Huh. Just stupid purchase. Be like, you know what? Just do it. Uh, I probably buy one D. I've always wanted a 1D. <laughs> Just to say you got it. So I'd yeah. actually probably buy a Canon 1D, even though it's it's outdated and worthless. <laughs> Maybe some glass. Let's see, what else? I don't really, I'm not really, what would I want? I, you know, I've always wanted a truck. I mean, I haven't had a truck in a long time, so I really would like to buy another truck. I just bought a, a station wagon because that's more practical, but I, would, I wouldn't mind buying a truck. So you, I you get joke, a, a 1D and a truck. Maybe either an F-150 or a Tacoma. You know, it's kind of like hard to, to justify there. Uh, what would be the third? Because it's like a, it's like the because the genie wish. Because you don't want to like, you don't want to buy $9 million of stuff for your like yeah. $10 million. What's an actual stupid thing you don't need? Hmm. You know, it'd be nice going on vacation. I mean, obviously, frankly, a big... You know, nice big ass vacation world tour would be above that. But you know, we're in a world where you just want to buy physical things. So let's not make those, you know, those things more important. So what would be so vacation, a truck, Lewis <laughs> Lawson gas? Yeah, gas. You could fill up your gas tank. I, you know what I'd probably do is like you know the cool thing is like you buy like a a truck, but like it has like a, a gas tank in back, like one of those short gas and then you just drive around and you fill up people's gas tanks. <laughs> hey, hey, that would be cool, right? Yeah, you're like, cool. you know what? I just won the lottery. I have a a, a, a truck full of gas. Well, let me go around. You're the you you're the you're the gas ferry. You you then you'd you'd uh, you'd video yourself just like pulling people over. And then you, you know, like maybe maybe put on some fake lights and sirens, pull people over, and give them free free tank of gas. That'd be cool, right? Dang! All right, I, I dig that. Yeah, uh, I I would buy I would buy a local mom and pop uh, donut shop just so they can stay stay in business. But anytime I come in, I I just I get the free donuts. You know, it's like hey, you know, what? I'm going to keep you in business. You know, but anytime I come in, I get free donuts. Really? So, yeah. Because huh. I don't want to run it. And I'm not. Yeah, try, yeah. I'm not trying to make money from it. I just want them to stay. And I don't even have necessarily one in mind. Uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. Okay. I I I thought my irrational gas truck filling people gas up is no. That's is, a good one. See that that's a that you. That's a, it's a good one. You're you're helping people. Uh, the donut one was just mostly just yeah. But me you're being. so you're basically spending say I don't know nine hundred thousand dollars to buy business to get. You think five dollars in donuts. <laughs> You think it's that much though? Well, for a donut, yeah, for a donut place to have, yeah, all the equipment, it's probably pretty. No, 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 like an establishment, like a mom and pop shop that's already still going. Oh, you know, and just come in and be like, hey, you know what? I'm I'm the owner now. You just keep doing what you're doing. Don't ever worry about bills, you know. Uh, but I get free donuts. Come on, come on. You're not gonna with with infinite power comes corruption. You're gonna be in there. You're gonna be like, you know what? I don't like this batter. I. <laughs> What's up with this? I, I, you know what? Let's do these donuts like this. You're, you're going to be in there messing the donuts up. Also, uh, Santino says, "What's the question, Gordon? Donuts forever? What's wrong with donuts forever? I for have life? a hard time believing that you're not going to get in there, and you're going to like, you're going to like, no, I, I want these donuts done this. I mean, way. I, w- I would want, I would interjecting want, yourself. I would want a donut. shop that I already liked. That I'm like, hey, you know what? I like what you're doing. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. No." Because you're going to like, I, you know what, let's do the bacon thing, maple bacon. Those are like, you're going to get into fights. There'll be cradle fights. I mean, they're probably them, already doing that, yeah. Uh, well, I can well, see okay. that being real, a real problem with the donut <laughs> thing. I just can't see, like, I would want to have an influence on the donuts. 
Like, these mochi donuts are pretty good. Like, hey, why don't we do those every Tuesday? It's like, um... Yeah, uh, who knows? Yeah, that, uh, that would be a good question. Yeah. You'd be the donut dictator within, yeah. like, six months. Donut dictator. And then they would just quit. And I'd be like, ah, I ruined the thing that I love. And then you would be working there because you couldn't, like... You had to have the control of the donuts. <laughs> No, I don't know how to make donuts. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, anyway, yeah. Let, let's get out here. Man, we, we went long. On those days that I'm like, we got nothing to talk about, we always have a lot to talk about and we just go along. So uh, I, I guess I need to get it ready over here. Uh, Gordon, why, why don't you take us out of here? So check back. Now. Oh, so we get to see how you actually turn this off. Yep. Yep. There's a fade to black. Look at that. And, uh, Look at that. Look at that. Yep. 5950X doing nothing. 8% CPU utilization. <laughs> what? Well, uh, some of it's on the GPU. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. Check back next week for your fix of PC talk on the full nerd for audio listeners. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. And if you're on one of those services, please do leave a review. Every time you do, uh, Adam buys one new donut store to add to his empire of donuts same questions and comments to the full nerd at pcworld.com thanks for coming i'm gordon Ung with adam patrick murray uh yeah thanks everybody this was fun it, it feels weird to sit at the table and not uh at the the, the mix station over there so I'm, I'm i'm gonna go back to the mix station in the future thank you for having me here gordon yeah and thanks everybody for uh, for hanging out it was a good time hopefully you didn't go watch linus hopefully you watched us so uh, we'll talk to you later bye